um, we do have hello everyone we do have stints where um, we like post once every couple days or once a week and it feels really good because you're like yeah we're getting them out we're cranking them out you know and then something happens and it just stops and then we don't do it for like a couple weeks maybe even months and then we'll come back and we're like hey what's we're up back. you know yeah <laughs> like um, earlier this year when we had um, we had like a podcast after like a few months like a while and it was like outside on the deck and um that was an immaculate podcast it was Dude. just the vibes were there i was happy <laughs> to see these two and like it was warm and you know we just felt like the pandemic was like coming to an end and, oh my god Dude, sitting out in the sun and just talking, smoking a little bit. Happiness. Just pure happiness. I was talking with Tim, and I was saying we should uh, buy, like, a van and do, like, a podcast on the road. Yes. Dude. We got to hook up these fucking the spider mics and just, like, to the walls of the van. Just, like, pull them in. Like a live stream or something, you know? Just something silly from the road. That'd be so cool. It'd be crazy. I have an RV. Let's make it happen. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Full send. That's yeah, it. It's, it'd be a... A really cool podcast. Dude, <laughs> that'd be the name of it. <laughs> that'd be cool. Nice and sweet. A really cool podcast. We had ideas of um, having a podcast. <laughs> Back at it again. Oh, hi, Eric. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's good. Ah, shit. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so I feel like we should, like, start it. Yeah, we, we, we've just been rambling. Um, hi everyone. This is uh, your boy. It's your boy. At on the 3DP, your boy Torrance Williams. To my left is Tim Coons. We have uh, Alex Ramsey returning. Everybody. We have Eric. We haven't seen in a minute. He's back now. Oh, I'm back. Yeah. He's back. And then we have our special guest. Go ahead and say it, sir. So my name is Andre Splevesh. And I'm Michelle. <laughs> we got Michelle. Nice. Yeah. Um. So tell us about yourself, Andrew. Or Andre. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, all right, so where do I start? Um, my t- talk about myself. I am a designer slash, um, like, I don't even know, media person at this point. Filmmaker? Yeah. Filmmaker slash, enter- I don't know. A guy who does it all. Yeah, I'll just call it that. Um, yeah. yeah. I've noticed you've been getting into FPV. Yeah, that ends up being the topic of most of my conversations, inevitably, because I just can't stop talking about it. Um, but yeah, FPV started out. For me, when pretty much when COVID started, we all, you know, hunkered down, did our own thing, and I was—I've been watching the like the hobby or like the 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 things kind of develop through like other people in the area doing it, and I was like, I gotta get into it. And it I, re- I reached out. And okay, it's come a very long ways, like FPV, and like seeing the stuff that you're doing now, like that's I used to watch that, and I was like, wow, dude, I still watch it. I'm like, wow, I want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I reached out to my, like, someone who I had, like, kind of crossed paths with at um, another, like, filming. It was a, that drifting thing way back when. <clears throat> and I reached out to, uh, um, his name was M- M- MFPV Detroit uh, on Instagram. But, you know, it, just being able to, like, hit him up. And he, the first thing he said was, like, just get in the simulator. Like, just get, you know, your hands on, like, a cheap radio and start the simulator. And from there, like... Michelle can attest, like, I sucked at it for so long. And I got so frustrated because, like, you know, it's just so much to learn, so much to get used to. And there's all these things you have to, like, just know how to do and do it really well. Aren't the controls, like, super, super sensitive? Yeah. Like, very. You have to, like, pinch as if you're, like, I don't know how to, like, explain it. But just, like, 
very small micro movements and you're almost having to like, and you, you also see through, so for those who don't know what FPV is at the very basic level, it's first person view. And you basically just see what the drone is seeing and all the controls are like fully manual. So there's no sensors that can like stop you from hitting anything. And uh, like, yeah, it's just fully manual as, as much as it can go. And uh, so you're able to like do shit that you know, normal you can cameras. Go anywhere. Yeah, you're, you can do you're anything. You're a bird. Like, honestly, yeah, yeah, you're a bird. You're a bug. You're God, essentially. You can do whatever you want. Yo, like, <laughs> the ultimate view is just like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, but yeah. So like being in the simulator for that long was such a like godsend because I was able to like, just kind of emulate every scenario that I could ever that I've been doing for the last like you know year, do it in the simulator once or you know practice it a few times like kind of get a sense for like architecture and like just how things look. Because, you know, architecture is kind of the same once you, like, go into different spaces. It kind of starts at the same level and yeah. um, breaks down from there. Yeah. But you get wow. used to different things. And Dude. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, like, everything's built differently. Yeah. I mean, it, you having... I almost think of... I think of it a lot, actually. Like, this idea of, like, or, um, like astral projection, where you're kind of, like, seeing yourself doing something. And, you know, you're almost like traveling you know when you close your eyes you're traveling to this different place and that's yeah. almost what fpv is you know you, it's you like, like very close yeah I, I see exactly what you're saying and it's it almost takes more to like you know do it in your mind than to do it with the the drones so when, when you get the opportunity to fly you, you feel like just freedom to just be that'd be a cool short yeah <laughs> call it what you want man i'm i just i see i mean i I fly every day. Like I have to, you know. Sometimes it's out of necessity for you know charging too many batteries. You gotta, you can't let them sit for too long. But um, I fly every day, mostly. Um, even if it's raining today, I'm I'm still gonna fly. Yeah. Um, it's just like a, you know, apart from being just like drone flying, it's like so relaxing just to you know plug in every day and do. It's like it's like skateboarding, you know. How long do the batteries last? They, they they range so like my little micros that I use for like a lot of indoor stuff are they tend to be like three to four minutes yeah and so like um, and the bigger ones that I do for like the long range are like six to seven to eight depending on how much weight you stack on them um, but you know there there's like different classes you know like I'll have my small drone and there'll be you know the little batteries that are more for like the quick you know you get a sense of the location do a quick loop and kind of get mm -hmm. acquainted and you have the longer batteries that can be like you know you have your you understand you have a good understanding of the space at that point you do a long one and a long take and you you make like the the final shot essentially but yeah and you just got your license right i did i just got certified about a month and a half ago long time coming i i was in the uh the the course I, it took me a while to get through the course it, you know there's just so much to learn there's like almost there's things in there that you would think like or you would ask yourself like why would i ever need to know this yeah but you know you just need to know it <laughs> um like just being able to like have an understanding of something like weather or, or you know um <laughs> i got really stuck on um METAR reports which are like these series of numbers and letters that signify like weather coming into an airport and like mm. what um you know planes are kind of telling yeah. each other yeah. um, or what to look out for um, they have a whole different like language in a way. yeah like yeah. yeah like reading a sectional chart understanding like airspace was like a totally new thing and uh it's I, a whole new realm like 
you never think of until you hit that spot. Yeah, like you're all of a sudden you're like a you know a small unmanned aircraft pilot. You know, it's like whoa. Um, yeah. <laughs> especially living in Ann Arbor, you you just see so many planes that you end up being like. They got those little Cessnas flying around. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So that's one thing. That's one thing. Yeah, FPV is just one thing, I guess. And yeah, <clears throat> and you do like I've seen you do so many different things, man. You're like all over the board. Honestly, yeah. I feel like you just like do it all. Thanks. Yeah, I I tell I I think that a lot too. You know, I look at a lot of my colleagues that have focused on like one thing and done one thing like really well, and I always thought that that was a little bit like I was like, why can't I just like center in on one thing and just be really good at it? Like, right? Why why do why do I always get so distracted when like when I when, when I'm just about to like be the master of the craft, I'm like, nah, I'm bored. Like, I'm gonna move on to the next thing and learn it. Yeah, you're like, just a curious person, you know. Yeah. And it's just like you're able to find something that you could relate to in each like field of creativity. It seems like you know, it's call it, yeah, pretty interesting. Call it ADHD, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, do it all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it everything. The thing, the thing about. Uh, and I'll go back to FPV again, but the thing about just being curious and not being able to settle on like one thing, and, like it's things like you know it. Things things kind of branch off of each other too, you know. Like yeah, within yeah. A, within FPV and learning how to fly, I'm also learning how to like solder and like mm -hmm. slowly slowly yeah, like building too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I have. I still have a lot of resources to like help me get through the really dense problems and like building scenarios where it's like crap I got to install this new receiver or I got to like pull it apart to install a new v you know video feed like a DJI feed um, Bro, but, but that shit like nobody else is doing, you know? Yeah, but but seriously though props to like the people that have helped me like that have taken the time to like help me understand these things too because like to someone who's like really good with electronics, like on a totally different level of like, yeah, I can solder, I can build a drone like in a night. Yeah. Really, really questions like, like, hey, how do you how do you bind a receiver to a to a to a, a radio? Like, that's a really simple thing. But to have somebody that you don't know hit you up and try to get like Instagram advice, it take it kind of takes a lot to like step out of your bubble of like, I know exactly what I'm doing and have mm -hmm. like you know Andres hit you up and say. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me out? <laughs> I'm curious. Do you have a lot of moments where, like, say you come across, like, you complete something that's, like, you're, like, particularly proud of? Do you ever have, like, moments where you're, like, I'm the shit, you know? I'm just curious. Oh, no, I don't think so, honestly. I want to say I do. Um, I I don't know. I feel like I make stuff a lot, and I second guess, like, ah, oh, this one thing I did screwed my chances of me liking it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I'll never quite be happy with it until it's, like perfect in every way but I have to like wrap my head around the fact that sometimes like you just need to you know I've, I've posted about this too or sometimes you guys gotta like step out of your bubble and realize like I'm yeah. a creator sometimes I make stuff that doesn't always look good but the fact that I'm making every day and then I'm yeah. I, I'm grinding is, is the important part it's the know? process yeah. Things, yeah. You know? so I gotta you know take it easy on myself a little bit but yeah these photos aren't goals they're stepping stones exactly you know? yes like as as and I think like someone asked me the other day was like all these like you know because with FPV I'm trying to create my own like clients but they're all 
they're all, you know, like the reels and all this stuff, like these are all practices, you know, everything you make is just a practice for the next thing, right? That's facts. Because once you do it, you do it. And then like, that's Mm -hmm. behind your belt. Yeah. And, but the the way that you present it though, makes it seem like, wait, was that for a client? Or like, no, that was just for a friend. I was just messing around. Like we made it seem like it was for this, you know, huge thing, but like, that's just how we work. You know, it's just, it is a big thing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You're doing that shit to do it. Yeah, I, I guess I don't think about it like that a lot. It's just that lady D, you just got like you move on just because it's like, if it's not satisfying just for a small reason, you just move on. Yeah, everything is yeah. for personal growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably it's pretty legit. I mean, seriously. Like I, I think about like I think a lot of us can relate. Like I, I see in Torrance this uh, Sony, but like my best purchase hands down was. Uh, my a7 III like three years ago hey, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. i have an a7s3 and i swear to god my a7 III is my baby like it's magical bro i learned so much on that camera like unbelievably amount like i would i got the camera knowing like nothing about like picture profiles like white balance mm-hmm. all this stuff about photography that i thought i like i did i totally take for granted now it all started when I was like, nope, I'm not going to be a Canon person anymore. <laughs> I'm going to get my first Sony. Yeah. And it's going to be the best Sony on the market. Boom. Like, and I was like, I'm going to figure it all out. And uh, <laughs> I just think about like looking up like videos and videos and trying to get the best settings on my Sony. And like in the meantime, you're like, like you say, you're not paying attention to like the fact that you just freaking learned about yeah. how to operate like one of the best you know mirrorless cameras on the market you're just yeah. like trying to figure out how to make it look good and meanwhile you're teaching yourself like the right shutter speed and all these like basic settings that you know oh, yeah. we think about now they're just like they're stepping stones that sense so, of satisfaction mm-hmm. of just like every little thing <laughs> i totally get it dude that's crazy bro because when i got the a7 III, i jumped straight into it and i didn't look up anything no research or anything yeah and i don't even know all the like actual behind the menu items but that being said like i found a little tweak and this is my little tweak and i've never said this before really but i switch it over to log and i shoot in log for photos for in raw and then so it kind of like all i see is the black and white Mm. for photos but then when i export it in it's all just color and it's like that i love that it's yeah i remember like yeah we were talking about that you told me you shoot black and white sometimes so that you can uh, expose your color right all the time yeah yeah because i don't i don't like looking at color yeah. if i don't have to yeah, yeah it makes you like focus more on like the actual content instead of like just the colors of it mm-hmm. i don't know well depending on the contrast you get the exact photo that you yeah. want you don't have to think about the color you can tell proper stories and color comes in as an afterthought yes yeah. that's, that's it's, it's always like a little cool. present i like open it up I'm like oh shit that's what it looked like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's pretty cool but yeah andreas who do you have with you today so today i uh, i brought with me my my girlfriend uh and friends dumb nicole she's my my lifelong partner um Aww. michelle yeah hello I don't know if I'm too far away. Yeah, there we go. Share the love. Share the microphone space. Yeah. Is that one connected? Talking to that. Yeah, it should be plugged in. Michelle, talking to that microphone. I'm about to start (laughs) shooting cars now. Hi. That's a photo. What? I'm not good with microphones. You just got to get a little, just got a little closer. 
Hello. Hi. <laughs> now we're situated. I don't know yeah. if this is work. With the Sony just out. Yeah. I like to take photos during the podcast, by the way. Just, you know. Gotta have B roll. That's cool. Exactly. He's like, I'm not asking permission. I'm asking forgiveness. <laughs> right. Your photo is gonna be taken. That was my that was my mindset in California. <laughs> Sneaking onto campus. Oh, should I say that? Fuck it. I'm already. No, home. you're good. I'm though. good. I'm home. Uh, that, that's the mindset. Ask for forgiveness instead of permission because that's gonna say no. So <laughs> what? Did you go to like UCLA? No, Soka University. Soka. <laughs> Damn, I'm getting specific. I'm sorry. It's this school out there that's private and you can't. <laughs> they don't. No, no, you're good. They don't you're allow good. guests. So. Yeah. You I mean, beep that one. You your boys got to hide in the trunk or whatever, you know. They, I mean, they, must have, they must have allowed, allowed you, I mean, because you were there, right? So, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they welcomed me with open arms. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, there were no trunks. There were no trunks to be hidden in at all. All, all right. right. Bring it back. Sorry. <laughs> just, like, just, just like basements, trunks are illegal in California. So he couldn't sneak in anyways. All right. Michelle? Yeah. How are you I doing? Do. <laughs> I'm a... I don't know. I'm a mixed batch. I do. Uh, I bud tend at a dispensary in Ann Arbor. I do a little bit of cannabis photography on the side. Yeah. During yeah. the summer, you know, like I do, I have like a reverse ring setup, so I do a lot of like handheld with like bugs and flowers. That's all gone. So it's cannabis right now. Dude, your your but, cannabis page, your macro like cannabis page, amazing. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Makes Thank me want to smoke whenever I see it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I definitely like. I enjoy getting a really good stack and being able to like zoom in anywhere and just be like, yeah. oh, that's clean. No, <laughs> that's getting like, nice and clean. Can you explain what stacking is really quick? It's when you take a bunch of photos and they're all zoomed in at a different like, at a different like step. A focal length? And you just, yeah. 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 <laughs> and you just smack them all together. Yeah. It's, it's just insane. Mm. Wait, I forgot how to do that in verse for a minute. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was bright. I just had a bright light. I didn't mean to blind face. you, my guy. The autofocus light. What can you say, Eric? I forgot how to do the stack thing for a minute. Stacking? It's like... How I just I use Helicon. <coughs> I just use like... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I just so, use it for like the basic. So it's a software that you use to stack? Mm-hmm. Because oh. Helicon Focus. I thought it was like... For, I, until now... <laughs> <laughs> Until now, I thought it was something you could do in like Lightroom, but I've just never like Damn. looked it if up. Only. But it's <laughs> not, so, nice. so it's not in Lightroom. So in case I ever need, dang. So a stack. It's I like, tried doing that in uh, Photoshop. But like, <laughs> yeah, <I just laughs> same, same. I was like, why? Why can't this work? <laughs> so a stack is essentially just taking, you know, if you have like a very small object, you're taking like very small like like a millimeter at a time forward, you know, to yeah. capture the whole focal, you know, to Range, make, yeah. yeah. And then the stack is just putting all those images together to make it all in focus. Yeah, that's pretty sick. That's so in a way you're scanning it. Yeah, with, oh, your, with your macro. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Here we go again. I love 3D shit, my bad. Oh, yeah. no, you're no, that's, that's pretty sick. It's like a, it's like a, a multi-step like version of scanning something. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and you think in the future it's going to become like a common thing. Like maybe it's going to be an in-camera function. Maybe. Whoa. But that'd be super. That'd be cool. that'd be nice. I mean, you, it's it's pra- it's thinkable. Like you just put on a, a tripod, and it just like automatically rotates the the thing, and then it just combines it. The lens. I'm just, sorry. Just give them another reason. Well, to make... I think the major cell of of like macro or the cell of like stacking is the ability to like zoom in afterwards. Because you can like you know on a normal picture you can only zoom in so far until picture until uh, pixels start to just fall apart. Yeah. 
But with macro, since you've taken like 50 photographs, you know, or something like that, you know, the clarity starts to break up like really, like you're like, whoa, there's like eight zooms in there, you know, eight pinches. And, and it's so still sharp. And, and like, it's still tack sharp until you get to like, you know, know 10 pinches in or something like that. And it's like, so I'm, I'm curious, like how many photos do you normally do for like one stacked <laughs> photo? Oh man, I just, I don't know. I just got a bunch of new bud this week. Um, vendor that came in, I was like, cool. Uh, got lots of new sub subjects, but uh, I don't know. I really like taking a, like a lot of macro stuff in the summer because you get like a lot of like the natural like action shots of like stuff really, really up close. Right. Like yeah. even if I can't like see it, I'm like, it's there. Let me just see if I can like, like finagle my arms like tripod myself somewhere with this reverse ring set up right and like get a good shot of something usually i end up getting like whew, like i go inside i just look at him real quick and i'm like oh is he still out there <laughs> I've, I've i think i think i've seen photos of like uh butterflies or like some sort of insect like really up close and i've always wondered like how do you how do you do that yeah. are you like are you like placed in one space for like a prolonged period of time until in hope that a, or like are you hunting these things because macro it's like you got to get close to that thing so yeah. unless you're like are unless you stacking like, those uh no that's you like just doing, like one shot done are you like running and gunning it yeah. and like burst shotting like anything macro or sometimes i don't know like i plant a lot of flowers so you know bugs be coming around um and i know like what flowers like certain bugs visit and stuff like that mm. like around me at least but it's really fun when you like just take your camera with you, branch out, and you're like, what is that? <laughs> just go snap a shot of it. That's pretty sick. That is cool, yeah. It just like it's makes like, the soul feel good. You're like, oh, boss. Like your Pokedex. <laughs> Man, it's just like exploring yeah. it in a way, that, you know? Just like yeah. a whole different world. Yeah, it feels nice. Yo, actually, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's facts. <laughs> it's like you're seeing the whole world in like a different like perspective. Different perspective. <laughs> oh, yeah. 3DP. No. Uh -huh. It's pretty go small. cool, though. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And we have a massive white elephant in the room. Should we address it now or later? Like at the end? Oh, I'm making a tart. I'd say leave it at the end. Just yeah. So it lasts longer in the head. But just so you know, that one J Japanese man. <laughs> oh, <have> oh. No. <laughs> one We Japanese. have a massive white elephant in the room. That's the massive white elephant. Or is the other massive white elephant? Well, you know what the massive white elephant Okay, so yeah, that's at the end. That's at the end, just so it lingers in your minds more. I don't want this, like, you get, like, boggled in 22 minutes. And, yeah, no. um, yeah. Um, our Japanese fan, yes. You ain't Japanese, my friend. We've missed you. So, what do you do? Alexander Ramsey. Yes. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm here. Uh, feel like I've absorbed so much information in the past few minutes. It's kind of <laughs> insane. So, I'm definitely not. I'm serious. Like, I'm, I'm not... Uh, really i'm not into photography at all necessarily like i mean i've taken pictures in the navy for just to basically tourism purposes but i feel like every time i come on this podcast <laughs> i learn just like an incredible amount like in such a yeah, yeah short amount of time that's dope yeah it's super it's like cool this is awesome it's like film school but it's free yeah and it's just speed learning <laughs> i'll just like play the plot podcast when i'm asleep and wake up and be like Steven Spielberg or something. Yeah. <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> I'll work for that. Give me your camera. <laughs> I, know, I know more than you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. The Home Depot. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. 
Oh, Home Depot. Oh, no. <laughs> Eric, how's school? Fuck. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Staying busy? Dude, I gotta make a movie in three days. Jesus Christ. Oh, you got it, yeah. Eric. How's it going? Did you finish shooting? Yeah, we finished shooting. Hell yeah. So now you're just cutting? Yeah, and I'm... I'm fucked right, right now because... Um, sum up this like couple shot neat uh cgi and i haven't scanned a peacock yet <laughs> oh <laughs> no shit <laughs> and so the fuck i got to do it tomorrow eric give a little bit backstory of the project that you're working on oh, this too, is crazy because a lot of people don't know what's going on well, which one <laughs> the, the video yeah the movie <laughs> <laughs> i got so many of the like, last couple months yeah, there's so many, like, fucking six or seven projects going on once. Okay, fuck that. All right. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, I'm making... So, this area... Um, it's come down to one class. It's not even film class. It's the stupid writing class. All right? Yeah. And I don't give a fuck about that class. And one day, I just walk in. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> sorry, Morgan. Yeah, sorry, Morgan. But I don't give a fuck about that class. Because he barely... He keep like... The low bar for passing that class, I'm like, okay, I'm showing up and I'm good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it is a and one day I'm walking in, like, like every day, like, cool. I show up like 45 minutes late to class, and everybody's discussing about a movie. I'm like, cool. I don't know they maybe they might talking about a movie. You know, like we, we watch a couple movie, and holy fuck, they actually making a movie. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Damn. And somebody in class supposed to make a movie and then look at my major. Oh, shit. And, yeah, I took a pat and then we discussed about making a movie about um, school. So, you know, the school had a peacock as a mascot. It lately came out lately. And I, well, we, we make it into, like, horror movie. It's, like, surreal, surrealistic movie. <laughs> In a way that you don't need to be perfect in CGI or any shit, but it just needs to look good, like the storyline shit. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I took the whole idea and I wrote 25 pages script. And fuck that, I shoot in two days. How how long did it take you to write the script? Three days. <laughs> three days to write the script. <laughs> Dude, this said it was 25 pages. 25 yeah, pages. this guy didn't like sleep. How, he didn't um, sleep. I'm curious, how did you shoot it in two days? Like, you're like, I don't know the shot selection or, you know, the... So, I have a ton of friends, and... Subtle flex. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, my ton of friends is, like, five people. <laughs> and I just slaved them <laughs> for the real, for sure. Like, they just, um... I, well, I wrote a script. I showed up in class. I, like, I wanted storyboard. I already, like, I started storyboard the night before, and then already got, um, I mean, I go over it with my pro professor and also like with the, the department directors. Both of them approved and the directors told me that um, I'm not approving this, but I want to see the finals. And I say, okay, cool. If you're not even approved that, I'm going to still do it. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh. And then he just like, okay, cool. Bye. Like happy holiday and let's let it cover the show and then I turn the peacock into the evil. Like multiple personality. No, it's not multiple personality, but it's like he's just like insane ass, just like walk around and running the school. 
And sure, I wrote that script, and then everybody approved. I started storyboard, and the next day in class, I met two more people. Draw a storyboard, and I just being a cloud, like try to describe the cloud, like they just describe the whole script, and then it's it's gone, it's good, and we finished the storyboard in three hours. Yeah. So it's roughly about. Mm, Was all done in class? Yeah, all done in class, about hundred, hundred ten, frame. So like, for like um storyboard frame, so twenty five pages, you know, and then each scene have. Roughly about six, seven um, frame, kind of like that, and then we draw everything in one class, one period of class, and then I compile all of them, and then I one more time I make my girlfriends and her friends redraw a storyboard one more time before the, the, the night before we shooting, and then I got Mark and another guy named Lucas. He's on uh, my my film crews. So got both of them to school, side them in, and then we shooting. And holy fuck! And first day we get down to we get down twelve, twelve, twelve scene. Yeah. So roughly twelve pages done in three hours. <laughs> and then the last week, last Thursday, we take a week off, and then last Thursday, I myself alone <laughs> shoot. 13 more scene like basically every like like basically everything in the left from the, the the class before I shoot everything left then we have roughly about 400 gigs um of footage 4k or 1080 uh, 6k Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's Eric, everybody. Six, <laughs> 6K. Yeah, he's like, no, not 4K. Yeah, he said, check K. yourself, okay? 6K, um, 5.7K, <laughs> 2.8K, 4K, 4K DCI, 4K ProRest. Just doing it all. It just doing it all. Like, compiled them by like, roughly 400 gigs, 300 gigs, something. For how, how long is the project? It'll last by the end of semester i have two weeks left and then i gotta i gotta pull everything in three days yeah. include cgi and compositing in three days wish me luck and i had a paper <laughs> i mean yeah that's one class it's not even a film class the craziest thing is he'll pull it off every single time he pulls it off and yeah, i have i have another project <laughs> going on well so that is a movie and i i gotta scan the peacock just to put CGI shit in them, cause I mean I got into 3D scanning lately, and it's kind of cool to me in a way. Yeah. And I want to probably make that look cool somehow, some way, some maybe hopefully I don't know. But yeah, I need to scan a peacock so I can put it in CGI and then a peacock. A peacock. Like a real one? No, like it's the mascot. Okay. okay. It's like a custom I was peacock. Like, wait a minute. I was about to say. Do you do you print? No, we need to get one. No, well, because but when you start printing, when you start printing, you need to call me. Because oh, we have we have two little torrents in the house. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting on the fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna clone me, boy. Stop trying. <laughs> I will clone you soon. Yeah, and then that that basically what I have. I have Tim scan, Andrew scan, Alex. I think Tim ha- Alex can. Did we sc- oh, you wait. scanned me while I was trying to take a nap on the beanbag. <laughs> oh, that's right. No, I need I need to scan you. Oh, great. Yeah. It's yeah. so ominous. What the fuck? And then I have a scan of <laughs> me too. 
But I mean, it need to process it a lot for no reason. It's, I mean, one scan cost me about ten to twenty dollar. A scan, roughly about five uh, five million to twenty million vertices. So Eric, for scanning, how would you describe scanning? Like, I, describe the process. I mean, you take a lot of photos and. Um, you can fix focal length, or you can have a variety of focal lengths. It depends how you want your object look. So the the crisp, the the more crisp you want, you can go about twenty four to thirty five for scanning. That is the crispness, like crispiness of the uh, objects going out is gonna be good. And the um, the photos, the um, the texture also look more crisp and closer. But if you have the variety or like big scene you can go about 50 or 85 so you can capture that wide thing then you have like roughly about a thousand to 500 to 2000 is a good range for a photo scan and then you just put in the computer and let it AI learning it just so there's a program called reality captures and that will learn the each photos and then march it match the point clouds together, you know, like it just, it just brings everything together. Yeah, and then you can cut that person out, like specifically that object, and then you clean it up in that program, and then you texture it in that programs, and then you export it. Usually, it, my my objects come out about five or ten million vertices, and then the texture is AK. So you can tire that, and then it just put them together, you know. And you can actually go further in that. You can scan anything you want, and you can actually fix it. If you go like um, nifty pity in there, kind of play around with it a little bit, you get better result. But I usually clean up stuff in a blender. And now I have a new software I'm learning. Is Maya? Is the or call that one? It's more like uh, modeling. Yeah, it's industrial standard. Yeah. So that way you now like professional software. Mm-hmm. I have it for free because I'm student. And subtle <laughs> <laughs> <Still a> flex. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm using it and I'm learning um, in Blender and now I'm learning simultaneously with Maya. And now I have a project in Maya and actually it turned out almost like real in a way. Yeah, he's really good at making images like almost look real. It's like almost there. It's like, is it like in the realm of the Uncanny Valley? Oh, dude, yeah. I was just thinking about the Uncanny Valley. Is, I hate to yeah. say, I don't know what uh, that is. Dude. Oh, okay, so it's like this, it's this concept, I guess, where um, you see something that looks like, for example, human. Yeah. It looks human, but there's something off about it, and it usually makes you uncomfortable. It's like almost realistic but it's like too close to realistic for it to be comfortable. Have you seen yeah. people with those like, uh, those masks? Well, they'll make these masks so oh, realistic. it's like a face or something. Yeah, and then like, because the mouth movement won't like, per- won't, won't like flex like normal human lips. Yeah. So when they speak, it's just it's the like creepiest wrong. thing. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a lot of twisting in there. You really need to be precise with it. Hmm. And yeah, I mean, my computer doesn't. Oh, it's running. Okay. 
I'll never forget the day. Until I harass it so yeah. bad. I'll never forget the day. Uh, Eric kind of figured out that like imperfection is back, uh, perfection. So like the for the longest time he'd run around like imperfection, imperfection, <laughs> just like pointing at shit. But like honestly, the imperfection takes it a long ways because you have to figure out how to make it not perfect. Because mm. you cannot have it because everything ha- is asymmetry. Even you try to make it symmetry. But it's still asymmetry in somehow, some way. Like this glass, you see, it's so rounded and so perfectly laid, make. But it's asymmetry. Yeah. If you really deep dive in there and I look at it, <laughs> yeah. you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's always gonna be slight variations that prevent it from being perfect. Yeah, because computer generated is perfect. Right. Because you just like symmetry. Yo, an object. I feel like Eric has like a, like a personal crisis every time he looks in the mirror. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I like imperfection. I mean, imperfection. I look, at it. <laughs> I, I look at a mirror. I look up at me inside. I probably say like, oh, the one outside is way more handsome than the one inside. All right, so they're probably asymmetry, <laughs> but it reflects who I am. So I still have my. Pimples on my face, so that is still having pimples on my face. <laughs> that person in the, but I pretended I don't have a pimple on my face because you in there had a pimple in your face. He's like, this pimple doesn't define who I am. Like, okay, he's just trying to make me look bad. <laughs> like that. So I'm like, cool, yeah. <laughs> like I gonna go to bed if my project's still running. In a way, like it's just one little twist, one little twist. Eric, I want to talk about CCS for a second. Sure. So we kind of brushed, we brushed over some classes, but I want to ask you some questions about culture. And I want to. Oh, CCS? Fuck that. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Let's, uh, in a in a few words, describe CCS. Your life uh, there. In a good way, it's really diversity. I don't know. In a good way, I just said describe CCS. Oh yes. Well, I, I was set in too. <laughs> it's like you've already said enough. Just say it how it is, Eric. At this point. In a good way, CCS is diversity. In a bad way, all fucked up. Alright. <laughs> okay. You walk it in, well, the story come way back then, alright? When I show up, I'm in the cafeteria, getting coffee. In front of me, I hear a female voice. It this sound like female voice. So perfect. It's like, well, I mean, She's in front of me. She's in front of me. And holy fuck, she turned around and a fucking beer showed my face. I'm like, shit. I'm done. A whole face is beer. Like, covered in hair. And I'm like, oh no. Eric from Vietnam was not ready for that. Edited <laughs> <I>, diversity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're wearing jeans and a t shirt for the school. That's how it's. Gonna look like in every university, but no, hell, you fuck it. This school, they wear so many makeup on, and then their clothes like goth, and then so many. I feel like that's like really. I feel like that's what makes CCS CCS though. It's just it's a bunch of unique individuals who are just living their own it's, lives. It's like the community high school of colleges, in my opinion. I love it. I love it for that reason. Um, I ask. I was asking about that about what you like thought about CCS because I went there too, and I. I left feeling like it was like a, it was an experience, like a boot camp for design, like <laughs> for creative people. Like it was the place where like people told you you sucked like every day 
and like the people who were like thick-skinned enough to be like i don't suck like for <laughs> for like every day of the year we're like the true like designers you i know? mean like, <laughs> you you missed the element this eric elements because i go in there i don't give a fuck <laughs> whatever my professor said to me i don't give a fuck well yeah i mean that's that's the point i'm just, like the people who like who like they're you know who don't make it they're like you know they're they have things to work on but the more you can develop not giving a fuck and right you know being your own person and you know having your own ideas that are different from your professors and like not being a virtual copy of like the people that inspire you kind of thing like the way you leave the like i think like the 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 kind of like creative that you leave ccs is a lot stronger than the one you enter with obviously but like you like are you are you forced to have like your own like creative perception? Is, is what yeah, I mean like y you can like you can go through art school, you know, doing you know exactly what your professors do yeah. and like say and like kind of get through really clean and just you know you know do exactly what. But is structure and creativity stifling it as well? I don't know. I I, I think like I I kind of identify with Eric with like not giving a shit about what your professors think because like you're not there to like learn how to be perfect you're learning right. you're there to learn how to fuck up how to fail how to accept failure how to like jump back up when you someone tells you that your whole like night was for nothing you know like it's you, you gotta accept the thing you, yeah. you gotta need to bounce back because I fail every single class all right like staying up for like a like literally a whole night falling asleep underneath your desk until class starts with like your work up on the wall and then being told like yeah this doesn't look right like you just have to accept it sleep for a whole day and then start again like the next day like there's no other option but like how you bounce back or how personal you take it defines like what kind of designer you yeah. are like and this was like you know for me this was five years ago but it, the lessons i learned and like the notes like i still have like boxes of notebooks you know but because i feel like i don't want to like miss anything but those lessons i feel like shape how you approach all the work you do professionally you know in the next few years and then the methodologies you attach to like each project or each kind of client or each scenario that makes you you know have to work a little bit harder than the last you know yeah but i also feel like that's part of you maybe you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah because true. i feel like some people like they fold under that pressure mm. that's true yeah so like i make this because i have to change my style and for a very very long time eric zoom in on that it's like it's super in Jeez. that's cool and i i draw this by hand like combine 2d and 3d at the same time and then background stuff i i gotta figure out everything myself <laughs> and then like i think i have only one week and then three days before class i didn't have anything i was like fuck that <laughs> i gotta go with what i have and then like okay i'm presenting it and i call it 12 insanities in a way because <laughs> i have 12 that like 12 tests of that one thing Twelve different color. I see how it works. And then I showed up in class. Everybody just know like everybody cutting paper and stacking and then scanning. I might take a photo of it. I like fuck that shit. I don't care. I need to work on myself. I do everything in digitals. How I inspire by stuff. And then I just make it my own. And then my professor just look at me. 
Jon Sting it look good but there is something doesn't look right because I feel kind of uncomfortable and uncomfortable at the same time because you you like overall you look me really satisfied but like for a second I zoom in I'm like oh no it's like this doesn't work I feel not satisfied about this it doesn't work for me I don't know why I'm like okay fine <laughs> that's it I don't have what to say I'm, I'm done I'm, I give me A and I'm going home <laughs> I, I, they, she just look at that and then like the critique go like 10 minutes just on one of my projects and then she just um, just it's 10 minutes long or short that's long. a tall everybody's real long that's everybody else like but two in minutes. a way is that good that it went longer because you're capturing interest for longer how do you take notes during critiques no <laughs> Dude, I used to take audio recordings with my iPhone and then take like verbatim notes afterwards. I've done that. Like, yeah. like literally like voice memos and then have like a fif- fifteen minute thing. critique and you have like three pages of notes and you're like highlighting, whoa, like that was a really good point. And then, but I don't know, that made me crazy after a while though because <laughs> I got to yeah. a habit of it and it's just started like, okay, I have to like get every single note like, and it just became like. Mm. It became a tedious, but but no, it's it's super cool like being able to like record it and not have to worry about that in the present time. Yeah, you can look at people in the yeah. face when they're talking to you yeah, about you, your you work. Know like it's really back, cool. Like, I got that shit. <laughs> there, were, there were people that would be like meticulously like writing while someone's talking, trying to like get every note down, and I'm like, that looks really really bad. Like, bro, work it, smarter than harder. It looks. It, my favorite quote of of, the, of my four years of college was work smarter not harder. Yeah, I mean. In class, I'm showing up, right? Just walking in, <laughs> and I have my computer on my back, and that's it. I don't even like I have a, a really small book, like notebook, and just for my boring day, just drawing in that. I never have notes in that shit. Just drawing everywhere in that, and then every single page is one. My projects never get done. It's like the projects in there, it's just sitting there. It's just like my 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 head. Just like I want to get it down. So I can remake it in later in life, kind of that. It's like when I found it, you know, like some oh, I, I want to do it, kind of that. And yeah. I never take note late in, in classroom and stuff because in a way somehow my professor have really high expectation, like high standard. Well, yeah, it's the school you're at. You're at <laughs> CCS for a reason. Yeah, it has to be high. They have to have high stand you're like you're at the chef's kitchen of of art schools dude man. or hell's kitchen what am i talking about i watch that show. i love that show everybody chef's kitchen just yeah. just I mean, I mean, <laughs> anything going Ramsey? everything going Ramsey. where's the lamb sauce? you're an idiot sandwich <laughs> i mean bloody raw just just this semester alone like at beginning i'm playing dumb really well because i'm in level 100 and 200 so i don't really focus in a way I just like showing up. It's gonna be a good year. Kind of, I'm gonna rock this. I'm playing them really well. I showed up. I don't give them my background. I don't give them my artwork. I don't give them any information about myself. Whoever asked, ask God. Yeah. That's the only reason I like only answer I give them. After first project, every single of them talk to Scott for no reason. Every single of my professor just talked to my. The department director, straight up, 
all of them talk to Scott about me. And but then who is this kid, Eric? They just have. <laughs> after that, I have really rough time for no reason. Because they start pushing you. They give me. They expect. They just look at me and they're like, "We had a project." And I'm like, "How crazy you want me to do?" And they say, "No limit." And I'm like, "Fuck that." I'm go off myself. So, Eric, zoom out a little bit. What's a big project? Like, What's a big project? I mean, big to me that look realistic because I'm going to the realm that's called hyper realistic. It like called it. It's really it's really fine line between uncanny valley and realistic. It's like hyper realistic that you look. It's look real, but it's not real. Like, have you seen like the BTS to like Mandalorian? Yeah. Like how they had like like the massive screen, they can change everything like right away. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. Okay. So like, I'm I'm working on it. So like now I learned one thing that you cannot put everything in focus because render is everything in focus. You have to make depth of field. So it's drawing your eyes into one thing. And that, that thing over there, that how you figure it out. Like the, it, the, it, it focuses on your, your thing and it makes it more realistic. But in a way, you have to make the object unrealistic, like uh, imperfect. So that become perfect. But when they, they combine it, it's just like really fine line between all of that little nitty thing just gives you the projects going bigger and bigger and bigger because you keep keep changing it keep twisting it that does just make your projects big like consume more time it's like i just take a 10 hours just working on one little detail just to make it perfect like the one the rough thing is um we, we had a project or class we're gonna re, re make like a realistic bottle and stuff. So you have to play with in index of refraction. I don't know if you heard about that. So it's called IOR, index of refraction. When light hit into the glass, it bows somewhere else and it bending the light inside. And when it hit into the water, it's like bow somewhere else and it's also bend the, bend the light once again. It's the whole science behind science. And then you have to go really nifty in it, fight the fire light of the number just so you can twist it you can see how they're going and yeah it took me a lot of time and i'm like fuck that shit i'm <laughs> done my render came out better than everyone i'm not gonna flex but sure it is way better than anyone but to me it's still shit for no reason for, i, I, I kind of messed it up because i'm the one who created i know which one i messed it up and every single critique I have from my professor is about a pages, a critique, about a pages, a critique. Like wow. he go really detailed, fine line in there, like how you did it. And then he asked me, well, what did you do? Show me your number. What's your model look like? Where did you get this? What's your, um, what's your lighting look like? Everything, it's just a mess. No, and that's good. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, like, <laughs> but it's a lot of information. Yeah. I mean, 
for like <laughs> junior, but I took two level two hundred class. That's really rough. Just everybody else, like they don't ask critique. They just like try to see how it look, you know. But I don't care. I need to make it look realistic. So he just raised their standard super high, and then he just go hard on me like for no reason. Eric, what do you want to do, like, professionally? I mean, I'm gonna make a movie. Huh? I'm gonna make a movie. Like yeah. in ten years, what do you want to be working on? Uh, I mean, I love position as like environment generator, like environment artist, compositor, and also DP. So like three, three. Position in a way. Yeah, like three different job positions. Yeah, but they kind of related in somehow. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You know Matt Workman. He's the guy behind, you know, uh, LED volumes stuff. So he he actually making thing. In everything is unreal. So I want to bring unreal. Like I want to learn unreal so bad, just to make generate a thing look realistic. In unreal, just. To put in my movie, kind of that. Say, hey Matt, let's get Eric on Unreal. <laughs> That'd be crazy. I mean, if I, don't, if I don't have school, if I don't have class, basically give me two years, no class, and I'm fully on my computer all the time. I basically can make a realistic world in a week. For real, because I have access into Unreal, I have access into Epic Game, and then Quick Souls, Houdini's and Maya and stuff like that. Just give me two years, I can pull every single thing and like look more professional, like short it down if I don't have class, and like basically focus on that, and then how we go out of it. Just make it look realistic in a way, because you you well going to school is cool. They give you a lot of information, but in a way, that is just a little tiny part for the whole production. Like what Andres was saying, it's like a boot camp. Yeah, it prepares you for life in a way. And the more the more the more weird classes you take, honestly, like I took a lot of fine arts classes that had like nothing to do with graphic design, and they just like enrich your understanding of like how you can apply that to your major. I think there's like, honestly, I think that the liberal arts classes, like the the work you had to do, like outside of just you know just like reading and like analyzing like a chapter, I like took so much away from like writing essays like about like, I took a film class and you have to like write essays about movies like those were like the funnest classes because you could just bullshit you know you could just write an essay like who gives a fuck if you get like a like a B on it you could just like write about like some like fifties movie and like. Oh, just have fun, man. Like, yeah, yeah. you yeah. weren't working on like something you were gonna get critiqued hard on the next morning. You could just like riff for like you know three pages, and you know if you actually yeah. like yeah. who cares if you <laughs> actually make uh, make what you call it, research about a movie you're making. Actually, it's really cool. You know, I I make research about Wes Anderson, also also like. Shyamalan, just the guy with a class movie, Split. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> well, Steven Spielberg a little bit. Um, who else? Christopher, but uh, Nolan is 
I don't like Nolan's style, but you don't like his in every freaking movie. <laughs> you know? I'm done with that. All right, yeah. Nolan, I'm done with you. All right, I don't like brong 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 every single movie, but I need something chill. So, well, anyway, you if you see behind the scene or breakdown or thing, you actually learn a lot. And then, well, you you see the breakdown in the movie, and then you learn. You basically learn behind the scene a lot and I'm just applied it in a way I can transform I can you know I, I get one information right and I can split it into two thousand different yeah. way I can work on so that's my mic is keep running in a way like when I go to bed I'm like oh shit I need to do this shit and I'm like oh no I need to work I need to sleep kind of that so if some need give me time or something like that I can work on that just just focus 100% on it so it can go all up and down it. that that how I want to work because I I just realized it that I love working in the way that I workaholic no shit I just love to work Eric could you imagine like not doing something for a week I've been there it sucks <laughs> man I it, mean it's cool it's cool because you're working on a thing that you never thought you're gonna do. But it's just like you. It's just like, oh, that is so cool. I want to try this technique. I want to try that technique. And I keep me away from sleeping for so long. Eric's like a locomotive and someone just keeps tossing coal in it. Eric's just like, I'm fueling myself. <laughs> it, dude, think about this. When you go to bed and your project is like your computer just running, rendering, and then you remember oh shit i didn't twist this one and then you run now shut that render it out twist that one more time and render then 10 minutes later you remember oh shit i <laughs> forgot it kept me running like i don't know i just worked myself to the ground kind do, of do you work at the at ccs a lot like in the in the lab yeah the labs no i mean sometimes or like in like the like the like the little rooms where they have like computers sometimes yeah well, basically I, that's now, where I used to sleep in those <laughs> <laughs> I mean I stood up until like 4 or 5 in the morning yeah. and then drive home and take like 5 hours sleep roll <laughs> back the next day <laughs> I mean that's kind of fun well <laughs> you ran into some weird people there at night it was I mean it's it's all it was always fun to stay up all night and work there were, there were people that would like go up to the, the the scanner and ask where the quarter slot was oh yeah like and you're like this no there's not a quarter slot in it i mean it's a scanner that's one time i work in a lab it's a weird story that four people two guys and two girls two girls both four of them working on animation class and two girls keep talking how they they there's like their guy try to you know text her and they try to have sex with them like can you drive me back and then both of them keep, keep talking about sex for like two <laughs> hours like, I'm straight trying to work he's like leave me alone <laughs> like, i'm just trying to work like what's going on two of them in class and two guys over there just like keep putting in stuff like not the not a guy they sit next to there's a guy on their phone and two guys in their lab keep you know comment on what they talking and i'd be like for how long two hours that's annoying they were just like going to the lab and like airdrop like a weird picture to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? 
I mean, I work in class and I work in. They have, they have the. Oh, I, just as you know, the oh, the whole basement was flooded. They changed it. Of the ACB or the not the not the ACB the. No, not which, the ACB. The other campus, right? No, the the, the main campus, the oh, ACB, really? all of them flooded. The whole basement flooded. Oh shit! All the computer get out, and it swapped with a brand new computer. Oh my god. They have RTX 6000. And then every single one is RTX 6000 Let's because they're flooded. Eric, how many are you allowed to use at one time? Because I know he knows. How many? <laughs> so, do you know the render room? The render, I don't know, you know the render thing room? They have about uh, 40, 48, 48 computer you can render at the same time. I use my computer, my projects, they only allow me to use A. Like that's they have not set it up a whole thing yet. They allowed me to use A, but I just fucking crashed that rendering. Like none of that can render my project. I don't know why. <laughs> it can give errors and I fuck. Going back, I think like one of the best parts about CCS, and I think you said it. It was the first thing you said actually was diversity. But I want to talk about diversity in the sense that like. You can work on anything you want. Like I was, I got good at woodworking. Like I could, yeah. I could like build my own furniture when I was there, and like you know. Wow. Oh, can so like, it's like art and everything. You can do like I mean, you can like take classes, but you can I mean, we, through classes you can you know have access to the the stuff. But like you know, when, when you work, you know, when I had that wood shop class, I could literally go and just make myself other stuff, you know, and it was just like practice yeah, yeah. for my projects, but. You know, I still I still use those things now when I'm like fixing stuff around my house. Like, you know, as, yeah. as you know, like it's so cool to know like how to use like if I could go to a wood shop and be like, Yeah, I know how to use a tailor saw now, like through a CCS, like through a side class, you know. Yeah. That's cool. That's like what you're saying, it makes you more well rounded. Yeah, like you like your your palette, like you could literally like for a like if you have your own company, if you're working for a company, you could literally do like so many things. You could like just with four years of CCS, you take your majors, then you take like you know some other classes. You can literally like give a company so much, like aside from like just like being able to like design a, a website for them or something like that. Like, like you got it. Yeah, like you, and it's and you have that like and you have that hunger to want to learn more after the fact. You know, yeah. you, you leave school, but you can't drop it. You can't like drop the the need to like keep learning and like adding you know like it's it tcs teaches you how to want to like how to like just you know learning is just a is inevitable part of your your like your ethos you just have to like it's part of your journey yeah oh they have workshop metal shop metal shop is glass shop um fabric shop like when you're making Mm -hmm. clothes and stuff but there's a laser room for like wood engraving and what? like metal engraving. I, I was in that room for a minute. 3D printing. I will say that's the room you need to be hopping in. Yeah. <laughs> Three. Oh, actually. It's insane. They're the 3D printing room. Like, yeah. Like, you, when, seriously, like it's insane. You you have access to so much. And then when you graduate, it's gone. And your I mean, and your student email is gone too. So all these like awesome like getting a pluralize. Your pluralize like I'm. Oh. I gotta like, save all the videos. Yeah, you need to like before you graduate, you need to make sure you have access to somebody else's email address that goes there, so you can keep getting your uh, Adobe for like twenty dollars a month or something like that. I mean, because that'll bite you. It's like fifty dollars a month. 
I mean, as a normal person, you know. <laughs> no. You know what is the bad side of that doing doing the thing <laughs> in CCS? Because you want to do it, and then you have to buy stuff. Oh my god! From CCS. Yeah, this this the store. Oh my god, the they store. probably made like three thousand dollars off of me just from being like, I want this notebook really. Oh, Shinola notebooks? No <laughs> way! Like I love Shinola notebooks. Like and and the fact that there's a Shinola store in Ann Arbor now, I'm like. I used to be the person that would buy notebooks. Now I have a remarkable, the remarkable too. Oh, yeah. is that like digital notebook? Oh, yeah. So like, I, I I have like just too many notebooks, too many pens, and like my wall of notebooks is like outrageous. So the remarkable, I can just like, and I always worried about like wasting paper and like you know yeah. you have like this note page, you want it to be perfect and like yo, not every page is perfect. You know, that's pretty sick. I mean, so. I I don't know. Do they have master degree in digital film yet? What the digital aspect of the page? No, like um, I mean, CCS had a master oh. degree class, but I don't know they have it, um, the film for master in the film. But uh, next semester, my department it's standing out alone, mm-hmm. not in EA anymore. So film you uh, used to be under EA department. Yeah. But next semester it's gonna be the standalone department. Oh okay. And I hopefully I hope they're gonna make like master class out of it. So they we, you're gonna go after PA you're gonna do MA on that class. But I don't know maybe I'll be sent off to New York sometime soon. Cause um, my senior year first semester of senior years I wanna be sent off to uh, New York for um, working one semester over there. So we have like con- well you had ability to go to 36 more school in U.S. just to learn one semester over there. So hopefully they will send me off to New York one se- semester and then go back for the last semester and retrograde it. Hmm. Because I want to go over to New York, work on it for like a semester, and then go back to New York for MA. So I can get MA in New York and then get it done. No. I want to get MA because my dad have MA. So. Okay. Fuck that. Yeah. My dad make me so. He just make me look not good, and I need to be good. And I mean, he doesn't understand what the fuck I'm doing. But surely I am working on something. I don't know. Well, it's a whole different realm, honestly. I mean, what, like, yeah. the older generation is used to. So yeah, let's see. I she says in a way that I want to be the professor. Do you know like? Um, go back and teach. Probably I'm gonna take over game department. So, yeah, big plans. You game department. <laughs> you know EA right now. They ki- when my my department get out, they fill it in with like game shit and then designing animation class. So, so you're saying that like while you're making films as like your like your company is going to be making films and doing 3D and CGI. Yeah. You're also going to be taking over the entertainment arts game department at CCS and yeah. teaching. Mm-hmm. Got a lot going on. I mean, because they, they're teaching people making look doesn't look realistic. Dude, AAA game need to be look realistic, all right? So you can be attracted to play game. But the how the hell they're not making it look realistic. <laughs> uh, look at Uncanny Valley so bad, dude. Dude. It's, it's bugging Eric really bad. They don't know how to use <laughs> like shading. 
Dude, that shading is so bad, alright? That shading look plasticky. Holy shit, my girlfriend, she showed me her artwork with Maya. Dude, it looked plastic as fuck. And I hate it. I hate it. And I, I went to class, this class called Lighting and Rendering. So you're supposed to know how to model and texturing. But none of them know. None of my classmates know the shit out of that. I learned in three weeks how to shading in Maya. That's a brand new software for me to learn. And I need to make it look realistic. I hate people making things look plasticky. I hate it, dude. They don't know what its imperfection is. It bugged me so bad. Well, they see, just they don't be thinking the way you be thinking because you're Eric and they're not Eric. So I want to take over that EA <laughs> department, dude. I'm really good friend. I'm really good friend with the EA director. Like I took his class last semester. Yeah. And now he's the chairman of the EA department, and I'm be a really good friend with both of them, uh, my film department and then the EA department. And both, both of them are close friends too. It's like in the hood, you know. Both of them like super close friends. Like they know each other for like 15, 16 years. But I feel like kind of like once you get into the CCS realm, you're just like in that realm. That being said, it depends on who you are. Yeah. I mean, I could be the good homie. <laughs> With a 50 years old guy. I mean, what's up, bro? <laughs> when I first started, my professors did not like me, and I think like right when I graduated and like when I started get, trying to get work in like my field they were like you know they started talking to me more like I was like a normal dude than, than just like Andre, that's, that's Andre's the student you know like yeah. it was but it's, it's kind of cool because you know you I well, guess thinking, it, there it is like oh that's another one of us right yeah. well it starts out like you know you're trying to gain someone's like approval constantly you know your professor like decides like you know if they like you know make you look like shit in front of your class you know they, so you're trying to make you know you're trying to you're really trying to work for their approval a lot so oh i didn't tell have i told you that i got offer from ford to work on the their virtual production from, no from from who ford. Ford. for for a company for ford for motor whoa yeah for like the the, the car that it yeah, go yeah. Oh, no, no, no. yeah 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 that one yeah yeah, yeah. that was a while back though right yeah a while back like last semester so they offered me the job. So that dude, I reaching out to that dude just to ask him, like, dude, can you help me <laughs> work on a DC kind of? And he look at my my like, I mean, he just pulling every single shit, like, just offered me a job over here. I'm like, dude, I'm not even graduated. I'm a fucking sophomore. But like, he yeah. gave me a job, like, offer me virtual production running. So you basically go there, model them, you know, like, model a car or something, like, run a virtual production. I just wonder Camera. if, like, if you do that, then you have limits to what you can and can't do, you know, depending on the contract. I mean, four offer me a job just to run. No, that's facts. Yeah. That's a great job. But, I mean, I just denied it. I don't, <laughs> I don't think they didn't take it. I mean, I don't, I do you, do you want to show up at four and driving a Lincoln? No. <laughs> well, then again, it's more like, it's still Ford. But man, I don't want to showing up before. Are you gonna start your own company, or are you gonna work for a big company? I mean, we're on our way to make our company. So. So you're gonna start your own? Yeah. What's the name of your company? Ooh, we can't say that yet. <laughs> can't talk about <laughs> stuff, huh? Can't talk about it. Well, it's not like copyrighted yet. Oh, okay. So yeah. I want to do all the paperwork first before we like before get the name get out there. Because when's bro, this episode you, coming out? 
What? Yeah, Torrance. When's the episode uh, coming out? When's it? Hey, Torrance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know what you said. Um, what was the question? When is the episode coming out? Yeah. This episode? Yeah. Um, okay, so JD's is going to get uploaded either tomorrow or when, or Tuesday. And then hopefully I can get this one done by the end of this week. Okay. If it's saying it over. I mean... I'm just interested because, you know, I, I think about Eric, when I met you, when I met you and Tim, I met I, like literally everybody in this room I met on the same day, like at, That's fair, at PSA. Oh, the, so the drop shoot? Yeah. The drop shoot. So oh, like, hey, I, I know you from Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> from Instagram, really, yeah. Like, um, and like, I, I saw both of you, you know, like Eric had, I think he had like a big beefy camera or something, and you he had, had your- Canon. Canon. Yeah. The Canon, yeah, the, the new R. R3? R3, like, or, the R one, just the ones that are R. Yeah, uh, just just when it came just out, the and then uh, you had your A7 III, yeah. Tim. And so like, I feel like we all just got kind of got introduced that day, and um, kind of just went from there. But it's been years. That's like fucking crazy because right after that we got in a car accident. Really? And that like changed my life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was like eight midnight. My birthday. Because, <laughs> wait, when was that shoot? It was like 2018, It was like in right? January 2020. 2020, really? Yeah, it was uh, wow. the drop shoot was with... Uh, it was the... 2020, wow. What was his name? Yeah, because I, I just got back from Court, Israel. Courtney Bell. I, yeah, it was like the Courtney, Courtney Bell. Bell one was like January 2020. Okay. PSA, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then after that. Birthday, we got into a car accident. We went to Florida, though. We went to fall out of that. Bro. So, in the car accident, I hit my head both times, like, on both temples. Yeah. We got T-Bone doing about, like, 70. Oh, my God. And that threw me into, like, a nasty, uh, what is it called? Concussion? Yeah, concussion. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I forgot what concussion was. But, um, yeah, that shit, like, bro, I can't even look at light for, like, two, three months. Like, I was just stuck in my bedroom. It's a while. Yeah. Yeah, go back to the story. Um, yeah, we met, we met back then, and then you called, yeah, like, you called me on a shoot one. It was the, the, a, mu- it was a, a music video, right? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that music video very well. And then um, Mark, Mark Simon was the two days before me, and I'm on, I think I'm on the last day, right? Yeah, I mean, I think we had a few, maybe one shoot after that. I there, don't know. Yeah, there was a shoot after there was like in the rain or something like that. He, oh yeah, yeah, no, that was that was recording. Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I hit Eric I up for for a few for a few productions. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Just to like, support, because I mean, I was just at the time I was trying to start my first company called Bleed Media, which was like my last name, Bleebush. Yeah. And uh, just media, and it was just uh, me trying to get my footing, uh, learning how to like shoot, and a lot of times I was realizing that I needed help, so I was reaching out to just people who could help, you know. I yeah. really only knew Eric from mm-hmm. like, and um, no, no, no. Like, there's like one thing I've learned is like you can't do everything yourself. No, no, and I, I'm literally the last few years I've like I love that I'm working with more people. Like working solo was fun, but doing like you know making films like together and like working on like productions like with Fun Girl, like the, the big dance productions like with Mark, Eric, and you know Torrance on set. And, Ricardo, like, that was girl. so much. Like that was like that. I feel like yeah. that was the epitome of like everything we've been working on was like you know working together on something. And it was like, smooth, and it went really well. Yeah, and I mean, I I took point on that project. I'm I think Mark is gonna. I don't know if it's official. I don't know, 
uh, Mark might take point on that project next year. Um, but uh, I just, I don't say I love the opportunity to work with people, regardless yeah. of like what we're working on. If we can like you know do stuff together, just way be way better than just do something. Way better than working by yourself. Oh yeah. yeah. I feel you're like directing and then filming at the same time, holding camera, reading a script, looking at a storyboard, <laughs> going to talk to people, direct crews, direct cast. I'm like, fuck that. And then you were like the favorite of like all of us fun girls too. I like, actually brought you a, a shirt today from that shoot that say I it was for me, but I was like, no, Eric needs to have that. Oh damn. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, whenever I would call Eric. Always, you're always down to like help out, which was like I just wanted to bring that up because like, literally, like, never you never said no to a shoot. Yeah, that's fun, dude. <laughs> showing up, dude, it's an hour drive away yeah. from this, but it's worth driving over there. It's fun. Like you got over there, set up everything. All right, everybody moving, moving. Cameras ready. Everybody in hand. Everybody look at. Feeling good. Okay. I mean, move, you're, move, 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 move. You're running lights solo. Like we were doing like grip solo while we were like you know like co-producing, but like honestly, dude, that whole shoot. I think we talked about it like the day we were done, like at like the celebration dinner or whatever. That yeah. I was like, dude, how old are you? And like, are you like <laughs> 28 or something? And like you told me how old you were, and I was like, dude, you're so professional. Like you, <laughs> you could literally be your own like production company, but you're like, I don't know. I was a little bit blown away when I when I was like when we were having that conversation. It's, but this is Eric. Yeah, yeah. like it. I wasn't, dude. That shoot, like, I kind of enjoyed that shoot because everybody's smooth, nobody pissed, everybody chills, like keep moving. I'm telling you, it's moving super fast. Yeah. It's not, it's not one take all the time. It's just like, move, next, move, next, move, next. It just keep running, running. And then, dude, that's a shot, a 20 minute shot. And both of you holding the camera, yeah. <laughs> running. No, let's, let, I mean, let's not even talk about the shot where it started raining and we had lights like in this like garage that was yeah. flooding. And like, we're like timing out like when we need to like pull the, like the lights with like, the water was like, literally raising by like oh, an, yeah. an inch every minute oh, man. in this like loading like, dock oh, dude everybody was, like leg is wet it's like they go yeah. down like, but it was worth it was it not oh my god the shots like that we got from that shoot like mark was telling me like he'd like whisper in my ear like dude these are like the best shots i've got all year like, <laughs> <laughs> and like i'm i'm looking at like dude like we're filming like you know a lot with I mean, look, from a production standpoint, like, we had a lot of people. I mean, we were trying to coordinate, like, you know, a group with a production. And, I mean, we still have to go through a lot of BTS. I mean, that's, it's going to be, like, just crazy looking back on that shoot. But we were just, you know, kind of, we had a, a script written out. But the production, when everything's happening, and like Eric was saying, it was happening really fast. For what we left with, we were, we're so proud of it. Like, yeah. Dude. That's, yeah. First day, and you have to call it off at six. Yeah. Shard. <laughs> six shard. And we already like 4.45. It's our break. Like 4.30 to 4.45. We like two 4.30 to 5. And we got to like call off at six. Shard. Like call off as in like have everything gone? Everything have to be done by that okay. six. Like yeah. We had to like wrap and be gone from yeah, the space. Gone. Yeah. And then we have two more scenes we have to do. 
in one area. This is the one area, right? We had to move the, all the lights and everything to another spot to finish yeah. off the set. Mm -hmm. were, were the lights like corded or were they battery? Or these run up cords. <laughs> Dude, everything had to be six sharp and we have one hour, 15 minutes left just to get two shot, two shot. Jesus Christ, I was like, holy fuck, we gotta get it done. Move, 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 everybody, move light, everybody, move, go. I'm just packing up the light and run, 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 run. <laughs> just like to get it done. Dude. It's, I don't know, like, to have like film in dance was like super interesting. Cause like, I don't know, a lot of the film and dance you see in Michigan is like pretty bland, kind of all the same stuff comes like, you know, from like a very like organic, but yeah, no, this like, Y'all brought in fog machines, like changed the lighting. Like we went up and down, like to the like attic, and like it was like a film. It was cool. Like oh, I don't see people making machines. stuff like that in Michigan, experience. especially like. Oh, we remember that the attic one. The attic one was the best. So yeah. cool. The BTS. Do you guys like like talking to each other, like moving around and passing the camera off and stuff? Yeah, like. like that was insane. We passed so off nice. this giant like Ronin on like it was on uh that like I don't know what it's you like, call it. It's that like a ring. That ring, yeah. yeah. I I think they like call like steering wheel gimbals or something like that. We, it's not we like, like passed like, it, yeah. Not like steering wheel. I don't know. We um, passed it off through like a, a tiny space and like yeah. Eric had to like just pull me like it was really cool, honestly. <laughs> it yeah, was like, really elaborate, but so he had to move, go to like, they have a bar and you have to lower yourself and get out. Yeah. So we have to switch cam, like move the camera. So Mark was over there already. And then he hand off and then we just have one little space just to sneak out, out of the shot. So I just wrap him, move all the way to the darkness, yeah. stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> it is so fucking cool. That shot, one take, one take. Dude. Yeah, that's all you needed. It that's was fantastic. insane. And was like, it's super narrow and like it moves. Then you know, like I have to tech like he cannot see everywhere and I have to tap him and I do like that. You were like insane. guiding me for like, the whole shot, honestly, because we were honestly like walking through I'm sorry, I'm echoing. Or honestly we were like walking through like these support beams like that are like triangular. So like we had to like kind of like hop as if you're like hopping over like a, a laser in like a museum at night, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, with the Ronin. <laughs> Oh, yeah. obstacle course. <laughs> like, that was so insane. I mean, you said that was in the attic. Yeah, it was like a like like the 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 ceilings weren't too too high off, you know, for your head. Yeah. There's a lot of like heating ducts above. Very them. unfinished, old, uh, yeah, dirty building. We really cleaned the shit out of that building before we shot in there, but it was like you know, it was an industrial building. There's a lot of like grime cool. and automotive shite everywhere, you know. <laughs> Wait. What are, what are the other shots we have? Like, there's so many shots we have to do, and then just the attic, the floor, and then everybody, the last day we just have one stationary one, right? Yeah, it was like just a lot of the center shots. Yeah, that's a lot going on. And we keep moving, and like, I hate it, and call it, call all that six, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, you know, I, I wanted to like point out too, like it's it's cool to like have these like, you know, projects and different you know we talk about like you know having a palette but having like you know professional work that's like you know moving from you know full productions to you know to just like messing around like with your camera that look professional right but you know 
I think for me, I'm going through this like self crisis where like I started off my, I, I even filed like an, as an LLC, I filed Believe Media as an LLC. And I realized that like, I was like, I'm only one person. I can't be working on everything all at once. Why did I start a production company that was like named after me? Like, I want to be a company that's like, yeah. if I have a company, I want it to be a community company that's like, mm just about like exactly that let's learn about shit together let's build shit together let's um you know have like community based i feel like like what you're talking about would like only work for like a photographer or something like if you're only going to do photos you know yeah like like, just i i felt like looking back on it i was like did i really need to start like a company about that like i don't think i did i think i just needed like an outlet to you know validate my time like that I'd like spent creatively outside of you know work maybe oh hey you live and learn exactly yeah I mean if somebody if somebody do you know the Trinity Airy one hmm the Trinity Airy that wanted like a gimbal and then the glide cam at the same time mm-hmm. yeah I already figured out how to make it smaller as for our small production okay I already <laughs> know how to work no segue there yeah you can you, you don't have to borrow like 10 million thing just to one shot yeah. i just figured out myself because i'd rig up my 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 camera and to the point that you can hold in front of your your chest and basically it's so handy to put in shoulder your chest handheld and other things and it's possibly put on a tripod on, on a gimbal yeah and a client cam at the same time and I just figured out. So I think <clears throat> when I have money, I'm gonna toss into that mini Trinity, and then that's gonna be a perfect running camera. Super easy to run. Light. I just figured out like last night. I like, oh, I saw that. Just Bro, little tiny. He never turns off. <laughs> He's just like light bulb, light bulb, light bulb, light bulb, light bulb. Dude, I just figured out shit. I like my my head just running number. It's going, 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 going. I mean, the only way to take my mind off to think about work, kidnap me, put me in the jungles, <laughs> and let me think about surviving. Eric, you were still thinking about how you you could recreate where you're at. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna remember this. I mean, yeah. I, I just love to do what that shit is. This is like a big toy for a kid, right? It's mm-hmm. like a toy, like big toy for you to play. And like, I mean, playing with a camera, you have your rig on, right? And then you have the monitor. I was I was just running my, ha- my head and how to have like more efficient mm-hmm. in a way bigger. And then you can do more stuff with it. Dude, talk about, oh shit, sorry. Talk about uh, big toys. Or like you know as an adult that's that's how I've, fpv feels man like yeah they were they, yeah. john and if you listen to the dropcast shout out to the dropcast they were talking about the uh the porsche spec ad that we just did and uh and so like at the time i hadn't upgraded my uh feed to the dji system so my distance was limited mm-hmm. and we we're chasing like the car and i was in the car and i was like thinking about all the days I spent like playing video games and like like, Forza and I'm like I'm like the camera that's watching the car right now that's like crazy like like, and like you know I feel like exactly what Eric is talking about is like there's this massive freaking device that's in the sky 
that's like capturing this. That's like a big toy for like an adult. Yeah. Like to, to live out your childhood dreams like and fantasies. What I find crazy <laughs> though is that like you need massive computing power. Oh yeah. To do any of this stuff. I, I can show it to you. I got it all in the car right now. I, mean, I, I, I can't help but bring it everywhere I go. I charged up two batteries just in case uh, we're gonna fly today in here. Just Dude, on, the, on the thought that. <laughs> so, oh yeah, we. If I had a bigger computer, bigger power for computing, do I just like I don't go to school anymore. Bye. I have to sit in my computer all day long, <laughs> just doing that. Never run out of memory. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's it worth the time just, just sitting there and like, okay, that's cool. I like it, but yeah, it's just fun for me. It's just like a toy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, well, uh, well, I think uh, I think if you like, if you love what you do, you know, any sort of like object that pertains to that particular subject might be a toy to you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. a woodworker. Dude, it's, your, it's your passion. Everything's your toys. Toy. I mean, yeah, my can't my A73 was a toy when I was like trying to learn long exposures, and it's like it's your baby though. My baby, yeah. yeah. <laughs> honestly though, dude. honestly though, I my child right here. <laughs> That's all I need. Oh god. All right. You don't have At a cage. You don't have a cage for your child, Torrance. Nah. Oh, man. dude. That's Where's your cage? I don't need one. Oh, all I need I is the straps, my boy. Oh. Don't let go. <laughs> Bro, I got the one for your wrist. And like you can just drop it and just like ah. I have that one too. Yeah, that's I, my favorite one. I like the cage because you can put you can get like those perfect ninety degree angle shots. You know, it's always yeah. a straight edge. You know, yeah. but it just adds so much weight. If you have that around your hips and you knock it on your hip, it's like oh, yeah. you'll look bruised there. Yeah. Hey boys, and girl, I'll be right back. Oh, I'm gonna go hit the restroom. Bye, Tim. <laughs> bye, Tim. Don't fall in. It's so weird to have Yeah, it's like a different world. So, yeah, out of curiosity, um, so you see it like real time, right? Yeah. Like, what's is, is there like any delay at all? All right, so there's small delays. Like, you can, there's different systems. I'll, I'm going to nerd out, but there's different systems based on um, like how how close you see it in real time. Like yeah. there's long range systems that need like, I think it's something about it's, it's latency. It's latency. I'm not sure if it's higher or lower, but uh, the latency of like a long range flight, you don't need as much um, like uh, the delay. You don't need as much delay because you're, you're farther away. Yeah. But like if you're going through like an abandoned building and you need to like be able to react like Instantly. really sharply yeah. to a turn or like a, a column that just appears, that delay is going to be a lot sharper, so you want like a different system like uh, that'll account for that. I was thinking about that. I was like, because I've seen those videos where they're flying super high speed oh, yeah. through these like abandoned buildings or like parks, like woods and stuff like that, just flying between the trees. And I was like, holy moly! Like you got to be like really on, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, like when I started, I bought like the cheapest of the cheap for not that necessarily the cheapest, but like the most affordable entry into the hobby, like the most basic, like five inch drone, uh, like a pair of like, I think they were like hundred dollar fat, like they were a good brand, but yeah. they were like the cheapest of the good brand, okay. Fat Shark. Um, and then uh, the radio was a 
<laughs> they don't sell like battery chargers for it anymore. Yeah. It's outdated. Uh, like a Tyrannus QX7. But it was like this clunky white one. And uh, like it, it's just like was so limited. And I've been like constantly just been dumping money into this hobby <laughs> and, and like, you know, getting like a 75% satisfaction out yeah. of most things I do. I got you. Um, but, you know, now I'm using like, I would say like the better ladder of, you know, like the feed is, you know, longer range. Yeah. I'm more comfortable with not, cause, you know, it's happened where I've just like fell out of the sky, you know, you know, you go past the trees and like you just fall and out like, and you gotta like there's no there's no like gps on these things yeah. so you, you're in the middle of the field you gotta like walk around Track the controller down. and like yeah just arm it and oh, hear no. like a prop spin in you know, just, <laughs> or like if it has a beeper you know it'll you can kind of like pinpoint where it's at how uh how often do you experience like breaks and malfunctions stuff like that well i spent like a lot of time in the simulator probably like more time than like the an average person would yeah. so, like all of winter and change um so like like, you know, maybe like a year, you know, until and I was just like, at the same time, I was trying to like also balance getting my certificate, you yeah. know, seven to not just feel like I was doing it for nothing. So I spent about a year in the simulator until I actually bought or spent any money on the hobby. Yeah, I was on a simulator called DCL on my PS4. And I was actually able to buy um, my radio. The first thing I bought was my radio my little trans, uh, uh, controller. And you could plug it into your PS4 and get, uh, like, you could get the sticks and all that stuff, like the stick movement, so you're not using, like, a PS4 controller. Um, and, yeah, so that was, like, the entry into the... Uh, That's pretty like, cool, dude. Yeah. That's wicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, right now I'm, I, I'm using the DJI, like, goggles, and it's, like, the... Yeah, you know, the, the top of the line of that. And okay. Then, um, All right. So I'm, I'm moving away. There's so there's analog and there's there's HD now. Yeah. The analog is like this really you what is what you see this really shitty VHS looking. <laughs> you know, it's, it looks like you're there's like you know depending on if you're inside there's like white static and uh, there's black static sometimes depending on like uh, if there's electrical interference. Okay. And uh, the way you tell if you need to come back is if you can't see the picture anymore. Yeah. You like, and then navigate back That's to yourself. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. What's like the, um, it's out of, it's out of the blue, just because I'm curious. What's like the range outside? They, all right, so if you're like at the top of a hill. Yeah. If you're at the top of a hill, it'll like, probably, if you're at the top of the hill looking down, you have like, you know, like range over what's below you. Yeah. You probably have like a three mile radius. That's you know? pretty good. But if you're like in a pit looking up, you know, you have a lot of, you know, interference around you, like yeah. you're in a building or something, not a building, um, but just somewhere where you have a lot of interference, probably like, you know, uh, less than a mile or something like that. Oh, okay. So but, like, have you, do you actually like hit like that three mile radius within what, no. like 11 minutes or whatever? No. And not really. It's like, it's more like six minutes, but, yeah. uh, oh my bad. Yeah, but it, it, it doesn't matter. It, the, I guess, with with this goes to like ethics with uh, like the, being just a drone pilot. Yeah. You know, with FPV especially, um, depending on like, with like if you have if you're in a professional crew and you have something you know yet you're doing mm -hmm. like you you can have you establish your own like you know rules if you're indoors or whatever. But you generally don't want to fly like 
beyond like your line of sight. Yeah. So you can't if you can't see it or can't hear it anymore, like you need to like you know come back. Gotcha. You guys live next to an airport, so it's. <laughs> yeah, you can't really fly crazy here, can you? Not outside, but if you're like in a business or like in an indoor yeah. establishment where you have like approval from the business owner, yeah, the FAA doesn't have any jurisdiction. Yeah, what okay. airspace is this? We are in Class B right now because the airport airport is like right next to us. But Class D is from the surface up, so we're we're in just like a big bubble. Like if I were to pull up, um, I can do it right now. If I were to pull up um, Detroit Metro on VFR map, hold on. So you basically gotta like stay indoors right here, is what you're saying? Yeah, I can't fly oh, outside. Gotcha, gotcha. Like at all. No. So, bro, all right, so... Well, see, the thing about, like, you have to... Being, starting on DJI, like, regular drones, um, you kind of have to, like, you know, automated system. You have to, like, abide by the rules. Yeah. Um, but with FPV, it's just, like, you know, you're activating a switch that activates the props with, like... So, at that point, it's trust. It's, yeah, professionalism and trust and, like, understanding of, like, the system. Like, yeah. You, there's a lot of people on YouTube that like, you, you know, you ask them about 107, they're like, I don't want to talk to you about 107. Oh, like, but they have like a full YouTube channel and they're, oh, yeah. you know, making, they're diving, you know, huge towers and, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I was, oh, so I was going to say one time I was in Hawaii mm -hmm. and I was right next to Fort Harbor, but I, I, for some reason I didn't think about it. And I had a, a fan, no, not a fan. Yeah. And um, so <laughs> I took it off and I was flying over my buddy's house and like half like like half a mile away, bro, this drone started freaking out. Because I was right next to Port Harbor, like the active military base. Oh, no. yeah. Not like the touristy center. He got hit with a radar. Bro, that shit was just like and it started freaking out. I was like, go home, go home, go home. And like it was hard to fly at home. Did it come back? No, I didn't hit home. Like, I was trying to, like, turn around and drive oh, home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, but it was, like, literally, it was, like, swerving like it was drunk. And <laughs> I was, like, I was, like, whoa, what is going on? But, yeah. When I first got on board, got uh, oh, good. Yeah. Good. When I first got on board our ship, we had a guy who uh, was flying his drone around when we were <laughs> underway. What? And on the ship? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we weren't, like, uh, in it. Like, we, we were still in, like, West or Eastern Pacific, so we yeah. weren't like anywhere scary. Yeah. But we had um, we had our main radar system on, um, and he flew his drone out and went right in front of the array, and it just dead done, 100%. Everything fried. He could never turn it on again. Said it just like drop in the sky. Uh, yeah, no, just right on, right on the deck, and then that was the end of that. Never did it ever again. I think it was like a 400, 500 dollar drone, just gone instantly uh somebody said it caught on fire i was inside when it happened but shit, we knew what happened say no video no evidence no proof yeah right but yeah no it, that's crazy we do the same thing to chinese drones too if we see them on the radar we just high power as fast as possible see if we get uh when you just say drone, are you talking about like the massive airplane drones uh well there are many kind of drones used by the military um, there are these drones that are essentially just like 
giant paper planes. Well, they're more like um, <laughs> well, they're <laughs> they're, they're, they're not they're not pepper they're not paper, but they're uh, some kind of like plastic like nylon material. Yeah. And they'll throw them off, and they have a little propeller in front and a little a little rudder system right how underneath. Do, how do they pilot them? Uh, I actually think they. No way. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, they usually have lights on them. So in the middle of the night, you can actually go outside and try and, like, point them out. And people up on the uh, on the top of the ship in the pilot house, which is the... They're, like, air, they're air, they're like plane lights, right? You got to be visible for, like, three miles? Uh, yes, but no, because it's, it's a military. drone and it's a military yeah. operation. Oh. So they're trying to hide them. Oh. But they still have, like, the power-on light. So if you see just, like, a little red light in the sky, <laughs> they'll be, like, they'll be, like, a combat pilot house we see a we think we see a drone ahead about a few miles out and they're just like oh i see it on the radar and they're just like beep 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 and just done take it out yeah over and over and over again it was it's like non-stop when you're in the yellow sea in the east wow. china sea over and over again man it's, pre- it's pretty funny though it'd become like a game where like we try to mess with the chinese without <laughs> doing like illegal stuff Hundred percent. That's great. It's same thing with like so it's our radar systems. You were talking about like uh, antennas and receivers. So radars are obviously the same way. You're you're sending uh, instead of, I mean it's 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 all essentially the same, um, with one being extremely high power, not actually sending any real information j- except for like the echo, the feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we send out, uh, you know, radar signals. We able to tell where their ship is if they're past two miles and vice versa for them but when they uh when we know there's their ship there we don't we know we try to like jam mm-hmm. their radar by sending as much bs yeah. out of the ship as possible and they get pissed they'll go they'll go ship to ship and they'll be like hey that's illegal you're not allowed to jam us this is our water uh yada 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 yada, yada. and we're just like oh we don't know what you're talking about and that's just like <laughs> that's like the constant when it comes to like there's it's it's been received. It's really funny you say that. There's um there's a, a a thing you had to like do with the goggles when you first get them. Yeah. Is to increase their um I think they're like not the milliamp rating, the megabits per second. It's, I don't know, it goes from like twenty five yeah. to like twelve hundred. And they say that you're not supposed to use like more than like seven hundred to not interfere with communications in your area. You think it's the Hertz? I think it is, yeah. 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 So uh <laughs> Yeah, we operate, I actually, I, I can't say it, I'm not allowed to say it, but we operate at like a super, super high uh, frequency. Mm-hmm. So whenever we put anything out, at like a super high power. So, and like whenever we pick up anything else, uh, we have this little machine that tell, like we can actually like look at the feed. We can tell if it's trying to jam us or not. <laughs> and uh, it's just like random stuff. Like we'll be pulling in to port anywhere. And if there's like a major airport, because they have their... Uh, you know, re- plane radars. Mm. It'll just look like there's like a billion planes heading for us at all times. <laughs> so we're just like, oh, well, the Chinese are here to kill us. You know, it's we're pulling into Hawaii over oh and over God. and over again. There's like ten planes in a straight line. Oh my God. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's very interesting, man. The whole transmit receive function with with all of our stuff now. I'm, I, I want like I wonder in the future because there's so many different uh things we use on a daily basis that do transmit and receive if uh like radar systems or like if if it'll become too clogged just like mm-hmm. in general because like eventually you're gonna run out of frequencies right you there's like a power requirement to put out at a certain frequencies that goes for like everything i wonder if like one day phones will just be like nah 
Yeah, the, the it's at the surface for DTW. That's pretty cool. Wait, yeah. let me see. Gonna pop out right to me. So it it says that it says that. something you kind of have to know. Yeah, I mean, you just learn how to understand it. Like it's it's saying here that um, that the the height is one hundred thousand feet and that the floor is at the surface. That's pretty crazy. Being able to like just understand like what it's saying and how to I don't know nerdy stuff, nerdy pilot stuff. Dude, I love technology and like where we're headed. I feel like we're on like a whole new wave. <laughs> it's getting crazier. I'm sorry. It's getting crazier and crazier. Yeah. Technology as a whole. Um, like and then like it's weird. Like we are slowly and slowly becoming more and more like digital in a way we're entering the digital age yeah. faster and faster and then Dude, you know way so fast. meta is you know facebook was once was was what what was once facebook is now meta um it'll it's, it's creating the metaverse you know and now it's going to try and create like an augmented universe for you know i don't know what is there like a is it like a server based thing locationally or is it like like worldwide Everyone can enter. Like you can find your grandma who lives in, you know, Australia in the metaverse. Yeah, if grandma who lives in Australia uses the metaverse, but at the same so sort time, sort of like a social media, but with augmented reality. But yeah, it's like ten years too early, dude. Dude, that's facts. But at the same time, it's not. They just need the right editors. They need the right. They need the right people. If you think about they it, they don't have the right people. The way it should be isn't for another ten years. The way it is is now, but it's gonna evolve over time. Because not one. Not one single person is going to be like, everyone can have their own metaverse that way. Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? Yo. There's also, I mean, what, Facebook just purchased the uh, Oculus. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe they'll try to implement that. But at the same time, that's like, so like the biggest part of like metaverse, I've talked to Tim about this before, like the human to digital realm integrations is the absolute hardest part when it comes to any kind of like human, I mean, obviously like user to uh, non-user like uh, interaction. I mean, if you really think about it, dude, like how we, you know, there's, this is, it's, it's such a weird topic. Like um, it, there, there's been so many like science fiction, everything since science fiction has become like a major um, genre, I guess, that talks about the implementing of like consciousness into like a digital format. Yeah. And I think that's like kind of the pinnacle of what they want to do with the metaverse, you know? But there's always gonna be like a limitation uh, of that, um, how, like interaction before that. So let me ask you this: Do you think we've manifested our way here as a society? Well, yeah. How so? I feel like, cause oh, sorry, no. go ahead. Just a few people got a dream and found a way to make it happen. I feel like it. it it's always been like um, just the natural progression of a sentient like species, you know? Cause ever since the the first man, you know, used a rock to break open a fucking coconut i don't know like it was like that slow adaptability of your surroundings and we slowly took what was like dirt 
and made it concrete. I don't know how concrete's made, by the yeah. way. Um, and we just kept evolving the the environment around us. You know what I mean? As well, and which in turn and like evolved society as a whole. That's facts. I just wonder why. Yeah. It's crazy. Talking about like fiction genres. This is this is, this. Is, I, I really think about it. Like, you good? <laughs> no, but thinking about it like this, um, when it comes to like the pathway that humankind is taking right now in terms of technology, there's so many different um, li- literal fiction genres that could have defined what we could have done. There's, for instance, uh, if we would have stuck with. Uh, like steam power everything there's the whole steampunk genre which in fact is like an incredibly interesting like idea that we could have turned everything like we have today into a uh, more mechanical sense whereas now we've made it like digital everything's electronic you know yeah completely. it's like instead of using entropy to isn't entropy like fire right bro but as society as a whole we're ADHD to the max. Like, we had to keep evolving. Yeah, with people like Eric nonstop working on stuff. LA. <laughs> Put Eric Over here thinking about a project. Yeah. He's just like, ugh. When's that render My gonna be render. done? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what were you just thinking about? I haven't, I haven't put the texture on my snail yet. Yep. The render, exactly. Like I would think, dude. I would think you have to make a, a snail texture, all right? Yeah. A snail texture, a snail shell texture. What about the snail itself? The, 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 the na- snail itself is like jelly, so you have to figure out how the jelly works. You gotta think about like the bottom part because it might have like little like suction cups that are like little tiny, like almost like a cat. Yeah. Tail. So the, you you have to think about like how to draw a yard. Your normal map and also your subsurface scattering. Yeah. From because the top of a snail is not, it's fully opaque, not transparency to the bottom, like compared to the bottom and translucent of the bottom is different in how the light refracts of the bottom and the top because the full opaque compared to transparent and translucent at the same time. And how do you create it? Yeah, that's that's how I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, it's just think about snail and jelly. Yeah, almost the same, but they're not the same species. So <laughs> if you figured out how jelly jelly work, when you say jelly, like a jellyfish. Jellyfish. Yeah. So if you figured out how it work and understand how subsurface scattering in the in jelly, jellyfish. You figured out how the snail worked. Wait, is a snail and a slug, are they different things? Uh, snail smaller than a slug. Are they from different a families? A slug doesn't have a shell. Yeah, I was like, a, a snail has a shell. A slug doesn't have a shell. shell. Is a slug a, sna- a snail if it finds a shell? Please stop. <laughs> don't, don't do this. Know. Don't do this right I'm now. Just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, I can figure it out. <laughs> That's, <laughs> imagine it. You're just like a scientist discovering slugs and you're like, oh man. These slugs are cool. Like, and you see snail. one like with a rock on its back, and you're like, yeah. Whoa, that's a snail. That's, <laughs> that ain't a slug. <laughs> imagine imagine those uh what are banana slugs, you know what I'm talking about? Those oh, slugs those are like, like this big. big. Yellow ones. Like yeah, that. what if what if they got like one day, just out of the blue, they're just like 
but they just started making shells. Oh yeah, no, about that. Yeah, they're bo- no, they're born with shells. Snails are born with shells. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like really oh, tiny. Really? Yeah, yeah, same with like clams. You, you've never seen like a batch of little baby, uh, baby ones? Wait, yeah, what? They're real cute. Yeah, they're real cute till you go yeah, outside and step on them on accident. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not not so cute anymore. Now it's just a mess yep. on the bottom of your foot. I read I read something. It was like, um, you never really like watch a snail come near you. You just like look somewhere and boom, there's a snail. You know, you're just like, oh, all right. It's like a sloth, dude. It's like a silent predator, but not really a predator. That same. Like note, if he though. wanted to kill you. What's that one meme like? It's always coming for you or something. Like you can't get away from it. Oh, dude! I love this fucking meme. It's so funny. It's the uh, the snail. You and the snail live forever, right? Yeah. But if the snail touches you, you die. Yeah. And he always knows your position. Yeah, and he's like completely immortal. Like he's invulnerable to everything. Um, I've heard some where it's like, oh, you can't trap him. But I think that's kind of silly because it's a snail. You know, it's not like he's like. Yeah. I mean, if you put if you put the if you get someone to put him in a bucket. And you fill up the bucket with resin. I mean, he's a, he's stuck in the resin until the resin breaks down like, you know, in like two million years. Like he's yeah. always gonna be after you. Guys. Yeah, yeah. No this moment what, he touches you, you die. You die. Yeah. So really, it's unstoppable. It's always coming at you. It's just a matter of time. You know, you're immortal too. So it's just. What if you like, you know, find out like the secret of like teleportation or something, and you like travel to like a different planet? Is it gonna find its way to you, bro? This is a genius snail. They might, He'll, he'll figure it out too. Like, right? like, I like the just idea that the snail just, through space. Like, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I like to think the snail doesn't even know what it's doing. It just it, it's, it's, it's like, like a it's natural inst- instinct. Its instinct is to go <laughs> to wherever you are, but it like just happens to be there. Yeah. It's not like it's trying to. Like say you, for example, you go to another planet. Yeah. Like the snail just just like wandered and it just winds itself on a fucking spaceship <laughs> and then it just lands and then it's just like, huh? You'd imagine. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go this way. Oh yeah. You'd imagine after like two million years though, the snail would figure out like how to speak. I don't know. He'd be like, hello, old friend. And you're just like, oh, God, please. I've watched my family die 30 times over. I mean, that's about it. Thousands of generations. It's and he's just like, like a really deep voice. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's, what's going on? Oh, a Pascal. Oh, he's like, goodbye, old friend. But I haven't... Let my computer render it because out of memory, fuck. Out of memory, like out of like, like digital storage. No, a GPU memory. Oh, okay. are you rendering something? You're rendering that other thing, aren't you? Yeah, I'm rendering the the, the thing I'm working on, the, this room. Yeah. Yeah, and it's room. it's so mm. subdivided to the point that computer cannot see it. Yeah. <laughs> and now I don't know. M2 over. Well, I mean, it run out of GPU. Yeah. Because my memory is only 24. So I need at least four of that just to render this one out. Four of the Titans. If you sell your Titan and you get 13090, it'll have the same amount of VRAM. I mean, just so you know. Why you buy 3090 if you can buy 386,000? Because. No, 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 no. No, pause. Hold up. Just because you can buy a 3090 does not mean you can buy three A6000s, okay? L- listen here, all right? The price difference? Yeah, the price is different. There's a difference between $5,000 and a grand and a half, all right? Yeah. So you can't buy, you can't buy half 
of an A6000 with oh. 13090. We can we can have the 840. got roughly 7 7 grand I think. What are you talking about? Oh, roughly so, r- roughly 7 grand. I think roughly 7 grand. I'm just saying with what you got right now. <laughs> oh, right the now. Titan is 4000 right now. The Titan is then sell your. Well, no, we, it's not. We, no. no, we didn't buy it for four thousand. We didn't buy it for five. We bought it for two thousand. No, two point five. Two twenty. Uh, twenty five hundred. Brand new. Yeah. It's twenty five hundred. Yeah. But yours aren't brand new. Yeah. So but I'm saying if you sell it, roughly a, a grand and a half, but they are hungry. The value. The value has gone up insanely. Yeah. No. Okay. Believe me. I know that the the aftermarket the aftermarket value has gone up insanely. Have you, have you googled the price? I have. Last I saw it was four point five. Not for not for not new though. No, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if he sold <laughs> I his. I was saying if he sold his. <laughs> yeah. He'd be able to get one thirty ninety, which has the same amount of VRAM as he does with two of them. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so shut up. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of this conversation. Which one would you rather? You have two A40 or you have three A6000? Um, I'd rather have. Uh... Okay, well, how about, let, me, let me put it like this: the price you're putting on, the the fact is, if you're gonna have three, yeah, okay, no, you're gonna have you're gonna have to have two computers, because normal like consumer graphics cards only hold like two. Two slots. Yeah, and and, and, you, and to DLS them anyways, which is the the dual. Yeah. You can only do it like once. You can't. There's no like tr- TLS, and not, not that I know of at least. Well, they they configure it into Sorry. three. I don't know how they configure it, but if you buy the thread dripper, uh, motherboard. No, thread ripper is is a CPU, bud. Yeah, the motherboard. They can hold up to four slots. And the A6000 with PNY design, you can actually stack up to three, I think, or four. I see. But I don't know how they configure it, but they have option yeah. to run A. No, I get you. I get you. I'm just saying, just just buy 3090. I don't. It. The thing is, I mean, 3090 is cool, but it's not overclocked. Dude. You can. You what? You can overclock it. Yeah, the A6000 already, you can do high performance, like overclock that. This, the A6000 is already used for, used for the, used to clock, like overclock the thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. A6000 is cooler, I don't know. Or A40. I'd just say, why don't we buy a Tesla? No, we're not buying. That's even worse. Okay, well, let's talk about let's let's talk about CEOs or corporations controlling everything in your life. That is like Tesla. Like I like Elon. Okay, he's pretty cool. He's pretty interesting. But that's messed up. Isn't right? he the richest? No, the Tesla for yeah, NV- right Nvidia. They have a Tesla. They have a Tesla C- GPU. I've never even heard of it. Oh, you never heard of no, that? No, I've never heard of that one. So. I thought you were talking about the car. I was like, no, I was like, dude, I'm like, I'm like, you'll, I'm like, yo, have you seen those videos of that dude who like parked funny at like a supercharger and he banned him from like charging his car? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He can't charge his supercharger anymore. He has to like go home and charge it for seven hours every day now Oh, sad. until he buys a new Tesla. 
How did how did how did he do that? That's scary. Actually. No, like he posted on TikTok and went viral. Yeah, and he got a message from Elon Musk in his app, like for, like signed Elon Musk saying, "Hey, you're stupid. Uh, do it again, and you're off the supercharger." And he was like, the guy was like, uh, "Fuck you, I do what I want." And then immediately, <laughs> boom. But how? But like, how does that? How does does the supercharger detect what yes. car it is? He That's literally. Scary. Elon was like, "This guy bought it. This VIN." Plug it, the supercharger into the car, and the supercharger's like, nah, man. What it do? That is freaky. It's consumer control, dude. It's the same thing with like Apple and like the what? what what's it called? Uh, right to repair. Man, I hate I right to that. repair is like the most shady shit. Just like, uh, oh god, what was it a few years ago? With um, oh, it was the internet? Um. It was literally like two years ago, and it was where companies could decide, based on the website you're going to, whether to like slow down your internet or not. You guys know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh wait, the net neutrality. Net neutrality. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. If you didn't pay, like, if you paid for like, let's say like you paid for like a gig down, right? Uh, the company could be like, hey, you're not allowed to look at porn, so we're gonna make Pornhub uh, not work for you. Well, because of our company. Of, yeah, it happens in a lot of companies. Yeah, well, that's uh, net neutral. That's 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 messed. That it's messed that up. wasn't approved, right? Um, honestly, dude, I don't know. I remember who's the guy who was pushing it really hard. He became like a meme face. Yeah, for a he was bit. he was a meme face for a while. Was that? Um, I'm pretty sure he was like a American Indian guy. I, I don't yeah, know his name. I, yeah, I don't remember his name though. Pretty interesting though. Yeah. Oh, that's going to kill me. Yeah, no, me too. It's such like a, oh man, consumer control is like, like it makes sense from like a company standpoint, but it's so messed up. Like ethically, eth, oh. Ethically? So where I look at, they got like um, face recognition. So like, I think that's crazy because like they always know when someone's popping in that's potentially shoplifted or come close to shoplifting really where does it like pop up is it like is there like a security room where they're like hey this guy's coming or is it just like all the registers are like alert no it's just like a little private thing that's pretty crazy and they just like do they just like radio you guys no i i never know who's there i don't know anyone who is actually part of like that okay they're always in and out unless you're watching whoever goes <laughs> in and out with something in their pants or under their coat huh no, there is like stealing something. There is always this uh, secret shopping in a way. Interesting. So yeah. Interesting. But yeah, it's crazy because like you always know whenever someone walks in because like some of the higher up people they got like little notifications on their tablets. Yeah. It makes a certain noise and we're just like. So yeah. It's just, it's weird because like your face is already like recognized. Yeah. You know. It, it happens a lot more than you think. That's kind of crazy. That's yeah. like the whole, uh, what is it, the uh, Chinese uh, social credit system. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Apparently, you can like face scan to pay now. You don't have to have anything on you. It's just who you are. You're just like, all right, that's my number. I saw okay. the, yeah, I saw this like joke video where this lady How's was like. How's for tourists? Do you have to like upload yourself? No, I think you can, <laughs> I think it's, there's still like card stuff, obviously, okay. but like. I saw this uh, joke video where this chick was like standing in front of like a vending machine and 
she pressed the button and then she like squatted down really fast so it scanned the lady behind her <laughs> and she grabbed the drink and ran that's messed up yeah it's kind of crazy yeah like and then like your social credit can go up and down depending on like what you say publicly that's like straight black mirror it, it, yeah it actually is I'm gonna just downvote you just, but yeah no that that's all happening here in America but people aren't aware of it because like if you're pri- if you're a private company you can do anything you want pretty crazy dude yeah yeah oh, Eric Eric A40 it's the best choice oh my gosh <laughs> dude is still stuck on graphics cards I mean dude I need my computer rendered that shit not rendering right now yeah and it's stuck fuck that you just need a Lamborghini of a computer I mean we're thinking about I you, mean if I have a computer with two CPU in there and each one is thread drippers, okay, cool, I'm good. No, but two CPUs still work independently, I thought. I thought there's like there's no legitimate point in like running You can run that for two, three computers at once. Yeah, it's like two separate computers though, isn't it? And they'll both be using the same GPUs. No, they both separate separately main. They're completely separate. Yeah. On like one motherboard. Yeah. Huh. On one motherboard, they, so you can have six computers run yeah. on yeah, that's one like a, motherboard. That's like a commercial level like rendering farm, isn't it? I mean, if you do you know um the media um dum, 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 LT Linux uh, Linux like Linux Linux Li- Linux Tech Tip Linus Linus yeah Linus Tech Tip let yeah. do yeah I, I like Linus Linus has like that whole system set up for his house. He's got like what like. 100 terabytes of storage and like 15 graphics cards this is all like his like he can like go into any room of his house yeah. and just like do anything on any screen it's just, everything's there it's I insane mean, yeah. he just he just insane yeah That's cool cool back to the start what what <laughs> what the fuck are we doing <laughs> welcome back Eric yeah just like I was just I, I know it was kind of random talking about consumer control but just like like the only way it's only gonna get worse yeah. Really, like, what if, what if on this podcast, Tim was like, "Man, I'm really tired of my Apple shit." And then, like, two days later, you try to log on your computer, and it was like, it. "Yeah." <laughs> oh, that's it's gonna be like that. That's like, ten years from one. now, bro. You get canceled. Yeah, and it's not even like a publicly canceled. It's just like, hey, whatever you were trying to do with our products, you're not allowed anymore. But, but like, doesn't that like? break the lines between not the a, consumer and the buyer like now that it's my property I can do what I want no yeah, because yeah, you, you not, sign a user agreement I say that if you hit I agree without looking yeah that's exactly what I'm talking about that's no. just real dude you, when you buy an Apple product and you agree to the terms and conditions you sign you sign away your right to repair it yourself uh, yeah change the operating system like you know Windows computers you can you can or not, I'm not going to say necessarily Windows computers because that imply that you're using Windows as your operating system. Yeah, with like a normal computer, you can upload any operating system, right? Right. When you get an Apple product, you have to use Apple's OS. Otherwise, you've broken the terms and conditions. Yep. And I mean, it's you can't connect to any anything that the uh, product was originally made for. Torrance is like, fuck, I just got an Apple. <laughs> it's kind of, I'm gonna break it. <laughs> go outside, just chuck it. No, sir. If you if you break it, you have to go through an Apple. Uh, like a store or you have to go through a authorized uh, repair because Verizon the, is one of them 
Yeah. Like, I Verizon. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, especially for, like, you, but, like... You just can't go to, like, a side kiosk or something. Right. Yeah, someone has to be, like, authorized. And if they discover that someone fixed it that wasn't authorized, they can lock it out. Blocked. Instantly, never, like, your accounts are gone, everything's gone. God damn. It's kind of crazy. Oh, no. You got me thinking about voiding warranties for electronics that I bought. Yeah. Cameras. I've crashed a lot of... uh, not, not, I won't say a lot, but there's been times where I've crashed my drone uh, on the ground very hard, and my camera that I like my Osmo or my GoPro that I had on it like got it hit too hard to work yeah. properly again. And in the last month, I've probably taken apart like I say like four action oh, cameras. Yeah. You That's know, it. Sh- You're done. And I've discovered that they all, no matter like DJI and GoPro, they're both built exactly the same with slight differences. Yeah. And. Uh, Things are like really simple. It's, it's kind of really. It was. It's been like the most fruitful experience. Like crashing my my cameras, like my little action cameras, yeah. and breaking them, and then taking them apart and trying to fix them, and realizing, oh, that's how that works. Can that's you how. can you buy parts to repair that yourself? Uh yeah, and so like if you end up, that's literally what I just did the other day. Like I, I didn't like. I intentionally bought one like an old GoPro six. Yeah. Um, let's say they say that those are the best for like the little micro drones. Okay. Um, cause real steady likes GoPro six, but, um, like you take it apart and make it from like what it is from the manufacturer, which is like 110 grams to 26 or 20 Jesus something. Christ. It's like a lot. You yeah. strip down like the battery, like all this stuff, like the external to the point where you're just like holding the, the little motherboard yeah. and then the camera fixture. Oh, yeah. Just a little cool. lens. I've <laughs> seen you post that yeah. before. Yeah. And I just, I created like the. The, the tutorial this morning it's like really long but like uh the part where like you're like clicking in the uh a, the conversion piece where like the terminals line up and everything it's yeah. crazy feeling you know you like plug it into the little tiny five volt like 2s connector oh yeah and you're like you see it turn on with like connected to like a lipo battery like your gopro is like just running and like you have like it's just such a fun process taking these things apart i took apart my gopro 5 thinking that i had the right conversion kit yeah and i didn't i had like the wrong one so i took apart my gopro 5 for no reason at all so i was holding like the motherboard and i was like oh i have to put it back together now and and then i put it i put it back together the front lcd screen stopped working with the back one it was a-okay so, that's what's up but, but like i've just learned so much from like crashing my drones like absolutely so like so much like other stuff that whole electronics engineering aspect is like super fun once you get into it man yeah i i really sucked at soldering like a few months ago Mm. and like just all these things like i I got like a practice soldering board and i just like sit there with like you know on on a a board that means nothing and i would just like solder like like the points just so that like over and over yeah just over over and over again and i got so good at it because like I realized, like, when I was when I started out, my, the only time I would solder was when like it really mattered. I yeah. had like the motherboard attached to the drone and the props, and like it was there was a scenario that I didn't want to fuck up. Oh yeah, and like then you're like you know, <laughs> you, then you mess it up and you fry a component or you like oh yeah you have a bigger problem than you started with. You buy a new flight controller altogether or something. Like I do that. the same thing with uh, mechanical keyboards, <laughs> like yeah, soldering all the keys on there. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's super fun. I was like and. Man, it's just like, get, like learning that process. It's like super satisfying when you like get a good one, and it's just 
Yeah. You know, it look it looks nice. It sits there and it dries, and you're just like, holy moly! It's I just like, did I this. Did that. I yeah. just did that. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's done by professional. Yes. I, I want to figure out how to build my own PC. Dude, it's like Legos. That's what it's does. literally like Legos. You're just like, oh, motherboard, CPU, <laughs> GPU. There's a power supply. Let's just plug everything in. You're like, huh? 24, uh, uh, 24. Yep. Right there. Yeah, and just looking. It'd be it's so cool to have like a, a builders club that like you just bring whatever the fuck you're working on and like just solder like you know your project right there. Like yeah. I would so you don't even need to solder anything for like really? computers anymore. No, no. Seriously, it's literally you buy the parts. Back it on. Everything. It's it's like everything is non-proprietary through all the companies. Like everything <laughs> is like your twenty your your twenty four power plug for your motherboard from any company is going to be the same plugging into any other company's motherboard. It's fantastic. It's one of the, it's so cool. Uh, and it made the whole pro it's like why computer you like own your PC building, personal computer building has become like huge in the past, like five to 10 years because it's like so simple and easy. And if a company ends up changing it because they've already done it like this, they know they're going to lose a ton of people buying their stuff. Because then they're gonna have to buy everything proprietary, like yeah. Apple, which Respects. is so don't buy Apple because it's a bad decision. Well, I need to switch over. Yep. I don't know. Something about soldering I like. It's making me like look inward on myself. Like when I'm trying to solder <laughs> something really small and I can't. I'm like my hands are like this. Yeah. And I'm just like, why can't I stay still? Like surgical grip. Yeah. I'm just like I should like meditate or something. You know. Like, yeah. <laughs> making me like wanna not suck when I'm trying to like just do, do a little math. You know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> nice and slow. I don't know just... about yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you when you just drink coffee, you're like, I'm gonna try to solder, and it's like, no, not a good idea. You're just you're looking you're like even worse when you have like the little magnifying glass and you oh, have yeah. like that little like tip, and it's just like, dude, have you, you ever watched videos of people building like watches? <sighs> I will sit there oh my for like six so fucking gross. hours, just like on YouTube, where one guy's like. Oh yeah, I'm uh, fixing this this like two hundred thousand uh, dollar you know bottom level Rolex watch, and he just like takes it all apart. And inside the watch, you'll never see in your life. There's like fifteen to like twenty five gems inside the watch, part of the components. Like you'll never see them unless you take apart the watch. And there's gems everywhere. So like taking apart, taking apart all the gems, and he's like, oh yep, this part was broken. And he's got like he like shows all the parts, and it'll be like. 500 like itty bitty tiny things you'll have to like look at like the screws are so like like they're microscopic dude and you'll have like these like huge magnifying lenses and just just like, the whole way man and it's oh it's it's so a process cool I, honestly yeah i love watching that oh man it's non-stop it's so precise like you have to be perfect yeah what if you're just like i'm just like i watch this dude put in the screwdriver and i'm like literally if his hand like shakes at all he's just like it's gone gone forever i mean he's probably got like thousands of them you know but at the same time like this is probably like a like a 24 karat gold ring or gold um screw that's like the size of it's like it's like you know like 0.1 gram it's like nothing it doesn't even like exist really like when you feel it but it's just a wee little thing in space. Absolutely. Like, imagine that, dude. Humans actually, like, designing and building something so small. Yeah. So tiny. I think there's been smaller. Like what? Like, um, what's this 
lightest substance in the world some aerofoam or yeah something. aerofoam like that's constructed it's like super heat resistant yeah you can you can build yourself you can make the aerofoam i mean like it, it's a pretty it's a if you look at it it's like big and like visuals yeah. at least but to structure something at like the chemical level yeah that's pretty damn small have you heard about uh like quantum computing level i'm sorry sorry quantum computing i've heard of it i have no idea dude it's nuts so normal computer like every microchip in a computer has like thousands upon thousands of transistors right transistor is like a thing that says hey if this thing is above a certain voltage it's a yes and if it's not it's a no so ones and zeros obviously right checks out guys yeah uh Quantum computers have three instead of two. Instead of yes, no, there's a maybe. And the way they achieve it in these uh, qubits, these quantum transistors, is by suspending an electron, a single electron, uh, in like a almost absolute zero temperature. And depending if it spins up, down, or sideways, it's yes, no, or maybe. Whoa. Yeah. And so they... um, the the it like it doesn't sound like like you're like oh what's the difference between two and three but they took a a calculator basically made of these quantum these qubits like 53 qubits and put it against um like the number three strongest supercomputer in the world and they gave them both a math problem the supercomputer was like oh it's going to take uh up from three to a hundred years an estimate to complete this math problem and the qubit computer with only 53 uh, little transistors did it in like two hours. Mm. They said if they actually accomplish uh, making a quantum computer that has the same amount of transistors as like a normal personal computer, uh, they'll be able to predict the weather 50 years ahead of time accurately. They'll still get it wrong. Dude, they still will, won't they? <laughs> they won't get it right. No. It's well, that's... It's never perfect. I need, well, think I need about weather it. app to work if it's, on it, you know. If it's, like, connected into all the weather sensors in the world and it can, like, predict, like, jet streams and, like, yeah. temperature changes over time and then rotate. And it, like, does it based off of, like, a geographical, like, yeah. like image of the Earth and it's being tracked and it does all these, like, m- like calculations in an instant. Yeah. I think it's possible it de- to, it like, almost see the future. It, well, it will. Like pure data. in space. Hmm? I feel like at that point, just like you're out in space, you're not even on the Earth anymore. It's it's like it's so unfeasibly fe- feasible. Yeah. It's like, like scary. It's, ter- too. it's terrifying because if you could like ask it questions and it could find statistics. Forty-two. And, you know, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hitchhikers guys. Of the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, I got thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. I got you. But um, uh, yeah, dude. Like seriously, like think, just like picture a computer that's literally like you'd be like, hey. How do I die? And it predicts it accurately. Oh, yeah. shit. It's like, you'll be driving 43 miles an hour down this one road. It'll be a little salty I still wouldn't believe it. And, you know what and it this man, does? by name, is going to run into you while drunk driving. You know what it probably does? What? <laughs> Wait. I just completely lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Um, dude, I, I wouldn't believe it. I bet it... I'm sorry. Yeah. I, bet it, I bet it probably includes the fact that you're asking it that question into the... Yeah, the probability just because 
you started the calculation, meaning it yeah. knows that you now know how you're going to die, yeah. which might affect your actions, which might do this. So Dude, it's, it's a loop. In so a way, it's, it's like making it's, you manifest something. That's insane, actually. It's like what? The, uh, the statement is a lie kind of thing? What, what do they call those infinite loops? The word loops? Mobius strips? Uh, yeah, Mobius something. Mobius strips. Yeah, <clears throat> but like, like if you say the statement is a lie, and it's a lie, then it was true, which means it, it was wrong, which means it was a lie. Yeah. But if, if it was a lie, it was true. Yeah, so on and so forth. I can literally sit here for like an hour and just like be like every step individually. He's over here, yes, yes, no, and maybe. <laughs> Have you guys seen the, the Princess Bride? No. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. No, oh, yeah. No? Oh, man. That's like a I classic. grew up on that movie. Yeah, it's a great, maybe, great movie. Maybe there's, on Disney Channel when I was a little kid. I couldn't oh, help but skip by it, but I don't know. Dude, know. there's a scene when the one of the like the bad guys kind of at the beginning and the main hero are having a battle of wits. And he's like, and the, the hero's like, okay, I'm going to poison one of these two wine glasses. And then... Or I'm, yeah, I'm gonna poison uh, one of, some of the wine, and um, you're gonna turn around. When you turn back, you can pick either one of the wine glasses—the one in front of me or the one in front of you—and we're both gonna drink. And whoever dies, obviously, was more stupid. <laughs> so the winner was the smart one. He walks away, and the guy's like, "Well, you know, you don't want to kill yourself, so it's the one in front of me. But you don't might think that." So it's got to be the one in front of you. And it went on for like, it's like a five to 10 minute scene of just him like debating. And then he's like, oh, look, somewhere else. And the guy turns and he flips them and they drink and he dies. Boom, dead. But the main character or the main hero had built up an immunity to poison. And he poisoned both uh, cups. Oh. So he drank it and he was just like, eat shit and die. You know, he was fucking. Yeah, no, it was like he. Over the span of like 10 years, he built up a resistance yeah, yeah, to this poison. Was this on Disney Channel or did I just trip out? No, dude. This is like a classic 80s film. Okay, so I did so not see this when I was The Princess Bride. Yeah, it is a wicked, wicked ass film. I was trying to remember the scene. I was like, no, I haven't seen dude, it. It's, it's one. It's some <laughs> of the, honestly, it's some of the best storytelling uh, in a movie, like, ever. Because hmm. uh, it was originally a book, and then some guy took the book and was like, I'm going to cut out parts of it and then we can actually like make it like a good story. And the way he did it, he did it as a, like a grandfather telling his grandson the story. So like the entire time he's like, oh, you don't want to read this chapter. This chapter is about people kissing. And the kid's like, ooh, gross, you know, whatever. Yeah. But he like, he cut it or edited it like in the process of and like explain how he edited it through this character. Oh, dude, it's some of the coolest, like, storytelling. I swear. That's cool. Wow. Sorry. I just went on a little tangent there. but it was No, like, no, I was like... It's pretty cool, I was man. assessing everything, because I was like, now I kind of want to see it. Dude, there's, like, there's an Ingo Montoya, whose uh, father was the greatest blacksmith in all the lands, and he made uh, a sword, the best sword in existence, for a six-fingered man. The six-fingered man didn't like the sword because it wasn't pretty enough. So he killed his he killed Inigo Montoya's dad, and mm. Inigo Montoya traveled the world, learned every style of sword fighting. Is that the character Antonio Banderas plays, or is he no, even in that movie? That's Zorro. Zorro. Yeah, Zorro. different different movie. Yeah. but great story nonetheless. 
But uh, Inigo Matoya, literally, every he like searches around the world for a man with six fingers who killed his father, and he was gonna kill him. So there's like a, a line he quotes throughout the movie, and the the movie over and over and over again. He goes, "My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die." He says it over and over and over again. You've probably heard the meme. I, I yeah. This is from yeah. uh, Workaholics. Actually, they reference that. Oh, they re- yeah. I, yeah. I bet they would. It's an outstanding. It's it's so like. The whole movie is filled with this like odd humor that just kind of like hits just right, even though it's like really weird. Andre the Giant's in the movie, and he's like, he believes himself to be like an incredibly uh, intellectually dull man. He's gigantic and super strong, but he's like this like a super super kind guy as well. He like he doesn't really like hurting anybody, and him and Anigo are like best friends, and they get bullied by this like little short genius dude who's. He's super full of himself, and it's like that trio has incredible, uh, what's the word, where everything like gets along really well together. Chemistry. Chemistry, yeah, that's the word. I'm, I was lost. I don't know what was going on. But yeah, the, that little trio has chemistry. The main character, and was it Princess Buttercup? I know this, it's like from, is it's... it's about right. Yeah, it's, it's been like, a while. We should yeah. watch it. It's <laughs> like Princess like blanking Buttercup like is like the most beautiful Netflix. maiden in all the land. Uh, it might be on that. Is it? I don't know. I hope it is. Oh, oh it's dude. somewhere. I've it seen is, it. It's wicked. Passing through. Such a good movie. Is Atreyu a character in this movie? Atreyu uh, from um, the Never Ending Story. Oh, no. Then that's a no. Yeah. Say yeah. my name. <laughs> I love oh. the Never Ending Story as well. That's such. <laughs> that's another like really weird '80s one. Super, super good. What's it called? I'm in the right time. Never ending story. Never even heard of it. Dude, it's about like this giant, fluffy dragon dog and a kid who like reads this book and like when he reads the book, like real, like like he sees it happening like in real time. Yeah. And like like it's 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 really cool. Have you guys seen Page Master though? Of course, I've seen Page Master. Have you guys seen Page Master? Okay, so it's a, it was one of the first. Uh, I can't relate to okay, so <laughs> in the film industry, it was one of the first real integrations of uh, like live action and two D yeah. animation, and it was incredible. And it tells all these like classic sale, uh, tales. Uh, what Doctor Jekyll and Hyde? Um, was it uh, Treasure Island? Um, Dracula. I think several others. Uh, oh yeah, George and the Sir George and the Red Dragon or whatever, and it tells all these stories in the aspect of a kid who like will go into like a library and he'll read these books and he boom is like a character in these books. And he's in, interacting with all these like characters. Oh, super super well done. Oh my goodness, I think that was like the only films that had done any kind of like two D to live action um, transition was like. Cool World, basically like Leonardo DiCaprio's like first movie ever. If you've never seen it before, uh, I recommend getting high and then watching it. <laughs> because I, watching it sober, I thought I was fucking high. So it is it is a legitimate clusterfuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really interesting. It's really crazy because like I never grew up watching any type of movies or anything. Yeah. I still don't even watch movies or TV because like... You just fall asleep? Yeah. I'm bored. I'm like, eh next I, I just like 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 i just appreciate uh lots of different kinds of like film and the stories portrayed in the film and it's i don't know i like it's i guess a hobby of mine yeah 
I don't know. It's really interesting. What's up? <laughs> hey, hey, Eric. Where have you been? Um, yeah, where are you right now? Class dispersion <laughs> and refraction of class. I just read a document about how to, well, if you look under this, you will see like dispersion of light and because dispersion, you have like three, well, I should seven, a frequency of light. Yeah. Like a diamond, you, you see a di inside a diamond reflection, it, like the refraction of light inside a diamond. Well then it depends on the clarity of the diamond. Yeah, so under the, it re, it's kind of a certain angle. It's kind of like you see the light yeah. getting in, and then it just make a cool look. Like not not like color out of the glass, but the, that glass is clear. Yeah. So you see the the color of the lights yeah. go inside of your. You don't have to disperse it. Oh, you see every single length, but it's all showed up in your glass. But under the water, because the the light hit the water, and the water have caustic, and also yeah. glass have caustic. So water hit each other, go a different language, and then they remake the color yeah. inside of a glass. This is pretty cool. What if? Eric, have you ever um, looked at a cloud before it becomes a cloud? Oh, yeah. so like how it looks like a rainbow? Not a rainbow, like an oil spill in the sky. Mm -hmm. That that's really cool. What if it was a different viscosity? What? What if the liquid wasn't water? Oh, this have different index of refraction. Everything has a different index depending yeah, on like the Yeah, everything has a different index of refraction. Oh. So water, the clarity of it. water is one is one point three. Glass is about one point five. Yeah. Two, and liquor is all <laughs> is one point is one point three five. Okay. And then milk is different. Milk. Is, is I did a science project yeah. when I was uh, in the science fair when I was in elementary school on, yeah. on liquid density. That shit was so fucking yeah. cool. Oh my god. Yeah, the density also affects how the light travels, depending on the velocity of yeah. the water. Too. Yeah, the, the viscosity. And then yeah. this, because it's the dense in the bottom, but it also have like texture. So it's bouncing the light, moving the light yeah. in different way, in the way that they reflect. They, you would see the rainbow under the glass. If you actually put water and then pull it up at a certain point, you would see yeah. the uh, the rainbows inside of the glass. It's look like a diamond's rainbow. So yeah, it's kind of cool. So I say my whole. <laughs> He's tripping. So I say my whole project from a last glass project is trash. Come down Just to one solution. Because the science was alright. Yes. Oof. <laughs> my class project is shit. I just make a taste statement. Sure. Yeah. Seven. Just Seven. don't forget to save them. <laughs> what time is it? It's Seven thirty-three. Um, I kind of want to wrap it up. Yeah, I got yeah. some. Uh, I got some. Like, I got a lot of photos to get through, man. Understandable. I'm trying to edit them all out. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. The no. giant elephant in the room. Oh, what the fuck? There it is. Um, yeah. do, what? Uh, you want to you talk about yourself, or do you want us? I mean, if you want to talk about it, I don't know. Yeah. Tim, you have the best grasp on it. Yeah, though. get it, Tim. 
All right, so, <clears throat> so essentially, Eric is in a, some type of situation to where his stay in America is jeopardized in a way. So, what's today? It is December the 5th. We have about 10 days right now to figure out a way to raise a total of $15,000 to finish out Eric's tuition for next semester. Um, yeah. yeah. He, he's in, uh, COVID-19 has hit pretty hard in different communities. And um, some funds are not coming in all the way right now. So to support a homie out, we're trying to figure out a way not just trying to figure out a way. We're making a way to keep a homie in the U.S. of A. Keep the American dream alive. So, essentially, oh, we got 10 days to raise a total of $15,000. And we just passed over $3,000 on a GoFundMe page. So, um, if this gets out there yeah, in probably, the universe. I'm going to just say the website name. Um, uh, help Eric stay in school 2022. Helping Eric stay in school, 2022. Yep, on uh, GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any donation, big or small, would be appreciated. We're really trying to keep Eric, you know, here. And yeah, so. No, we're keeping Eric here. Yeah. We keep uh, him um, here. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. Staying. It's just we have 10 days. That's more than enough time to to do it. We're. Um, Ten more days. Yeah, so this is going to be the last episode of season three. No, two. This is volume two. Yeah, volume two. 13 episodes. That's a, that's a good number. Yeah, that's pretty that's, good. That's like a standard like Netflix series. It's like one, three. Yep. But, um, a little morbid. As of right now, we're looking, well, <laughs> we're going to be hitting uh, 15K, and we're keeping Eric in the USA. Mm-hmm. If, he's, if he loses his uh, student visa... That essentially means that he will he will have to go back to Vietnam, and um, pretty much this is gonna be a little bit harder to get back here. Yeah, I've already tried to figure out a way. Well, after this, well, it'll take time. Yeah. Well, five year progress. Gonna put it back in the bank. But but that won't happen. Eric's staying here, and um, yeah, so. Well, I always like to say, my name is Time is Money, Tim. So, Um, we're figuring out a way. Yeah, trying to push it. Hopefully it'll work out. Don't know when Volume 3 is going to, you know, start. Start, but, you know, it'll be like a new start, you know. Um, Yeah, it's going to be cool. Absolutely. It's going to be the best fucking episode we've ever had. It's going to be a party. <laughs> party, party. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Um, do you guys want to plug anything? Nah. No? No. Not I don't know if Michelle me. does, but going back to Eric, we were, we've been talking about doing this episode for a while, and we were talking about meeting up you know, 
a few weeks ago and then a few Tuesdays ago and I kept saying like I don't want to do it unless Eric's here. Like, yeah. It's just not the same. That's so, facts. I didn't know it was the last episode of the season and uh I didn't know either. Well, we we decided that today. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We kind of it was like in passing, you know. It was just like he just ca- asked casually and I was like, I don't know, Tim. He goes, "Yeah." And that's just it. Well, every episode for the past like Two episodes before this, they're like, "Oh yeah, we should be ending the season any episode now." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Okay, I guess you know, just figure it out." Oh, a third episode? Do you get? Well, we should figure it out Unreal, so we can put all of us inside Unreal, dude. Well, we could JD film it, right? Could JD film it, right? We should take a step off. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's buy those four hundred dollar mocap suits. Four thousand. No, 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 no. We found. We found. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Different sizes, so everyone has to get their own one. But yeah. Hey, can you say the, the website for his GoFundMe one more time? Just it's helping Eric. Uh, it was help Eric no, stay in school. Twenty twenty two. I should know yeah. this, but I always just send out a link. But yeah. Um, there, there's gonna be a link with this. Uh, this post. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we'll just put it in the, the description. Help. Yeah, help Eric stay in school. You're right. On GoFundMe. I sent it to my mom. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you guys oh, have any idea? Give him his mom. His mom's really cool. Yay! <laughs> Does anyone have any closing remarks? Oh. Um, well, we got to do the daily. Uh, tip of the day. Honestly, I think the tip of the day should be to donate to Eric. Yeah, donate to Eric. Help yeah, this guy man. And watch some movies. Thank you. <laughs> I, no, I can't do that. I can't watch movies. You said watch movies? Yeah, I said watch some movies. Watch what movies? Watch the Princess Bride. Yeah. Princess Bride, said, Page Master. Bro, who's Core. got time for that? Most people. I, Tim, you just don't like movies, honestly. Let's be real. Bro, hold up now. No, 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 no. Tim, when's the last time you sat through a whole movie without falling asleep? Bro, I fell asleep during Endgame in the movie theater. <laughs> and I woke up and people popping out of portals and I was like, what is going on? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I, that's my point. 100%. <laughs> Tim, you're, and you're I was a, looking forward to seeing that movie. Yeah. You're a little, you're like a little alone in this one. Yeah. You yeah. don't just like watch movies while you work or something? Yeah. I can't. Really? Bro. I, I can't stop moving. <laughs> and he gets home and he just starts twitching. <laughs> and then we put on a movie and then he falls asleep. Oh, well, you never put on a movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of I'll course I don't put on a movie. I'll, I'll feel bad. I'll be like, oh, I just Tim put doesn't him to sleep. <laughs> he, he doesn't want to watch this movie with me. Oh jeez. Oh, All right, but yeah, uh, donate to Eric. On a really serious note, help Eric stay in school 2022, please. On GoFundMe, we'd really appreciate it. You can read all up. I made a little bio about the whole situation if you want, need a little refresher. So, um, thank you guys. Well, that's it. Yep. Have a good night. See you next time. Ciao. Peace. Peace. See you guys.